2: No one intervened on being And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast!
0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of the buckle TCG, and we have an amazing show for you. It is none other than the Review Extravaganza episode for Guardians Rising, which is going to be released next week, or as we're listening to this, has been released in local stores, and then on Friday, it's going to be released at the major stores. Of course, Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that our fear leader patch came up with, and we're just running for it right now. And with me, and as you can hear from the crackle of packages, I have two extraordinary <laughs> masters of their trade. <laughs> These two are by far more knowledgeable and more skilled in the TCG than I am, um, uh, and they're also less likely to appear in a ditch drunk. Of course, we're going to start with, some say that this man does have a diary. It's just called the Guinness Book of Records.
2: It is, Gator. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. It's been too long, Jushiro. It's been too long.
0: Too long, indeed. And then next, we have a guest coming on our show. Some say that he doesn't worry about the high gas prices that's going on because his car runs on fear. It is our Sigma! Howdy, folks. Thank you so much, Sigma, for joining us today at our set review extravaganza, where we're going to take Guardians Rising and just completely talk about all the amazing and horrible cards that I have. It's going to be a lot of fun. So much fun, though, that we're not even going to have news section. We're not going to have anything else other than the review and, of course, uh, an email and Pokemon 20 questions. But before we start with the actual review... It's been a few weekends already that we've been doing pre-releases, and I know you two have been really busy in those. Gator, would you like to shine some light on some pre-release experience that you're having?
2: All right, guys. We, as you know, I've made it as a judge, and since the last time I've been on the episode, I've judged a uh, League Cup, and as of this weekend and last weekend, I have now judged four pre-releases. So wow. I have got some hands-on experience with this set for you guys, and... I've got some opinions, some ideas, and I'm ready to jump right into it. Awesome. How about you, Sigma?
1: I didn't actually get to go to any because the store in my area I don't think throws them yet because they're so new to Pokemon.
0: Well, Ohio. So, uh, uh, yep. I remind you, this is the same place that apparently we have Keldio Battle Boxes everywhere! This is why, people. <laughs> this is why. Now, <laughs> so with that out of the way, let's go ahead and... Take, I guess we're going to call it Topical Beach because we're going to take our, you know, piña coladas, our hammocks. We're going to go put our sands, our feet into our sands because I've set our sands into our feet, by the way, because that's how Russia does it. Um, this is not paid for, in Russia. And we're going to go ahead and review.
1: Welcome to Topical Beach.
0: Welcome back, everybody. And it's time to review. None other than Guardians, Ryzen, the newest set of the Pokemon TCG featuring, of course, Sun and Moon Pokemon. It is exciting. It's a great set for what we can see. But is it really? That's what we're going to discuss it here in our review section. And we're going to go ahead and start with Grasp. And there's a certain victory bell has coming out. And let's go ahead and go over that one. I'll start. Victory Bell, this Grass Pokemon, has 140 HP. It's a stage 2 and evolves from Whipping Bell, obviously. So, its first attack, 1 Grass, Pull, and Hazard, 20 damage. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now burned, confused, and poisoned. Then our second attack here is Stick and Absorb. For 1 Grass and one $2, and uh, 2 Colorless, we have... 80 damage, and then heal 20 damage from this Pokemon. The defending Pokemon cannot retreat during your opponent's next turn. Its weakness is fire, its retreat cost is 2. Let's discuss this, shall we? Uh, Gator, let's start with you. What do you think about Victory Bell?
2: Well, I wanted to make sure we had Victory Bell on the list when we were going over these cards, because look at that first attack. Mm -hmm. Burned, confused, and poisoned. Yeah. Pokemon that no other Pokemon that I'm aware of in this set or anything that standard legal can do. And I thought that that was just insane to be able to give three different status conditions. So that the minimum they're taking 30 damage the next turn, and if they don't flip heads on the burn, then they're taking another 30 damage, so 60 damage. And if they want to attack you, flipping a coin, they flip tails, it's another 30 damage. So that's 90 damage between turns. If things just aren't going your opponent's way. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah.
0: Well uh, how about you Sigma? I do think that
1: the first attack. Is probably the only thing that's good about it. Mm -hmm. I mean we wouldn't be talking about it. If it was grass type. Because there's the giant plants. Is kind of necessary for it.
0: But yeah. Go
1: ahead. Does force your opponent to retreat. Or recover or something.
0: Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Or that could be interesting. Yes, and uh, I agree with both of you to a degree. Now, what turns me off a little bit uh, is even though it does cost burn, confuse, and poison, none of those stats prevents the opponent from retreating like paraly- uh, Paralysis does. Um, they can still retreat even if they're confused. They don't have to flip for it or anything. Um, they can, he can just literally either pay the retreat cost or if they have Sotowak, uh, they can switch it in. Uh, although, if it were paralyzed, then he would have been able to do that anyway. Um, and so, yes, it does take damage because that, uh, b- now how burn and poison works, uh, I mean, at least burn, you don't have to... F- you do- It takes the damage first, and then you flip the coin. It wasn't like that before. So, it, like Gator said, it takes a minimum of 30 damage. So, plus the 20, you're already doing it. It's a hefty 50 damage for one grass, po- from grass energy. It's not ba- actually that bad. Um, my problem, of course, is... I don't know if I'm doing... I know it's grass. We have forests of giant plants. If there are other things that does better things than this. um, The concept is nice. I just... I don't see it. It's going to get many play. So let's go ahead and rate this one. Uh, What do you say, Gator?
2: I say not very effective. Sigma? I agree.
0: Not very effective. Not very effective as well. Now, it could be still used. It could be in a good, fun league match right at your local uh, local place if you're not looking to win it could be fun i don't see this in any tournaments really there's just better things out there but let's go ahead and move on sigma where there's a certain little ghost tree that is popping up now tell us about it yeah we've got
1: phantom here it's a grass type with 60 hp it's a basic pokemon with For one grass energy, it can tackle for 10 damage. Or for a double colorless, it can use Ray, which confuses your opponent's active Pokemon. Its weakness is Fire and its Retreat is 2.
0: Yep, pretty basic uh, as a uh, a, (laughs) basic Pokemon. Um, Now, it's evolution, though. Go for it.
1: Uh, Trevenant is a grass stage 1 with 120 HP. It evolves from Phantom. For double colorless, it has Poltergeist. Which does 30 damage times the number of trainer cards in your opponent's hand. And for Grass, Grass, and Colorless, it does Horn Leech, which does 90 damage and heals 30 from the Pokemon. Weakness is fire and retreat is two.
0: Oof. Oof. So much to say about this card. Let's go ahead. Gator, you start.
2: Okay, well, here's my thing. Right now, we live in a format. Where we just got rid of Trevenant um, from Phantom Forces. That is a nasty item lock card. And now we have a Trevenant that likes to hurt you for each trainer card in your opponent's hand. Yep. Um, That is a scary Pokemon. And then you combine something like Phantop with Forest of Giant Plants. Uh-huh. You're seeing a lot of potential there um, to have an instant evolution. Now... As it stands in Expanded, where Phantop's a big thing, uh, that Phantop already has an attack for Ascension, which lets it evolve up into Trevenant already, Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't think this is necessarily going to be a game-changer when it comes to Expanded, but in the standard format, while we still have Forest of Giant Plants and Vileplume, Vileplume locking your opponent and then punching him in the face with Trevenant for that first attack is going to be Gross.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, this Trevenant basically is on his knees with a diamond ring in a box calling out to Vileplume to marry her. Because (laughs) the marriage is real. If you are able, and with Giant of Forest Plants, to combine Vileplume and Trevenant, you're making sure that your opponent is not playing those item cards. They are locked into his hand, so you're guaranteeing that uh, you're going to do 30 damage Multiple times per turn because he's unable to play his card. It's just a great, great combo for uh, those two Pokemon. The fact that both of them are grass uh, is great. The fact that Poltergeist, which is really the only attack you want to use, is a double colorless only means that you can have this ready on turn one. Literally, you have Phantom and f- uh, Force of Giant Plants, you evolve it to Trevenant, and then boom, double colorless, you can attack. Uh, and he has to have some trainer cards on in his hand on his first turn. Um, it's a freaking great, great card, and I definitely see some play with that. Sigma, you have the last word on this one. Tell us, tell us what you think.
1: Oh, Trevenant's probably going to be really good for the next few months as long as we still have Forest of Giant Plants and Vileplume.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It uh, after is. that,
1: I don't know what's going to happen to it, but
0: until that rotation, it's going to do great. Definitely. So that's one hell of a great grass type. We have one more that is very new. Some say it's kind of cowardly, but in the TCG, it doesn't seem that way. Gator, tell us about Galissapod.
2: All right, so Galissapod is the much less wimpy version of Wimpod. And Galissapod has 130 hit points and is a grass type stage one evolving from Wimpod. And it has the ability Armor. This Pokemon takes 30 less damage from attacks after applying Weakness and Resistance, and it has one attack for a Grass and a Double Colorless, Resolute Claws, 80 damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon is a Pokemon GX or Pokemon EX, this attack does 70 more damage for a total of 150 damage. It's weak to fire, and it has a retreat cost of 2 with 0 resistances.
0: Wow, wow, wow. I'm going to go ahead and start with this one. This reminds me of a little lucha libre parrot that we have called Halucha. Now for those of you who remember, Halucha came in Furious Fist, if I'm not mistaken. Gator can correct me if I'm if I am or Sigma.
2: I believe um, it did. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, was it? Yep, yeah, it did. Okay. So it, it basically had an attack for one grass, um, one grass, one fighting, which said, uh, this attack does 60 and then 70 more if it's an AX Pokemon, I believe it's, it's what the card did. Now, of course, this is not a basic, this is an evolution, but, you again, we can't talk about grass without talking about Forest of Giant Plants. It makes it basically a, ba- a basic as long as you have the cards in hand. It's ability is great, 30 less for each attack. That is fantastic. There's already other, I mean, I know you're going to use Forest of Giant Plants, but there's another trainer that came out that all the um, Grass and Electric takes 30 less damage.
2: That'd be Aether Paradise.
0: There we go. Uh, Which we're going to talk about in this set. Yes. So that combined with this, it means that it takes 60 less damage every turn. That's pretty amazing. Now, it yes, yes, it does have grass and double colorless, which means it's not just one grass. It's unfortunate, but you're still doing 80 damage plus 70 more. That's 150 damage and for just 3 energies. This card is great. I love it so much. Sigma, what do you think about it?
1: I actually have to agree with you here because armor is just a nice little ability. I like run I like running Raikou for the a similar ability anyway. And the attack seems reasonable. If it were grass-grass colorless, it would probably not even be in this conversation either. But with the <laughs> double colorless being able to be used on it, it's something to look at.
2: For sure. Gator, last word. Um, I'd like to echo what uh, Sigma said about the, the playing with Raikou, and that you have to have, and have energy attached to take less damage. Um, you cannot... You cannot discount this ability all day at the pre-release. I would watch people playing with this card, and it just it would win them games. And I think it's really important as we're moving on to these GXs while we still have EXs in the format. This is a single prize attacker. Um, mm-hmm. So if you are in a war with GXs and EXs, they're taking one prize. You're taking two. Very simply, with 150 one shot. Yep. Um, so you combine this with any kind of status condition like Poison where you could do some chip damage or maybe even playing a Kukui or the Choice Band, which we're going to talk about later in this set. Pop a Choice Band on this baby. He's doing 180 damage, which is a knockout on a lot of things in the format right now. So I'm pretty excited to see where this card goes.
0: For sure. So let's go ahead and rate this. And by the way, we, I just realized we didn't rate Trevenant, so we go back to that. But first, let's rate uh, Galissipod. Uh, I would definitely call it a super effective a Sigma.
1: Uh, Super effective is fine.
0: And Gator.
2: Super effective.
0: We have three super effective for Um, uh, Amazing. Now let's go back to Trevenant real quick. And what do you guys think about tournament? Gator? Uh,
2: Super effective.
0: Sigma? Super effective. Super effective for me too. That's We already rated three cards. And out of the three, two were super effective. This set is going just fine for now. Now let's go ahead and move two from grass to fire where we have a certain little victorious Pokemon showing up, and it's quite familiar, actually. Now, Victini has shown up here as a basic Pokemon, HP 70, and it's, of course, its ability, Victory Star. Now, for those of you who've seen Victini in the past, it's just going to sound really, uh, uh, it's going to sound really, um, deja vu. Victory stars. Once during your turn, after you flip any coins for an attack, you may ignore all re- uh, results of those flips and begin flipping those coins again. You can't use more than one victory star ability each turn. And of course, it's attack. We don't care. It is just one fire, one colorless. And V flame does 50 damage. Uh, weakness to water and retreat cost of one. Gator, the Sigma, let's start with you. Uh,
1: well, I'm not sure exactly what coin flippers we have except for torchic for the next couple months and i think there's incineroar <laughs> as well but i'm sure those torchic fans are really happy to get this coin flipping back for the... some time <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> uh gator uh flip teeny is back ladies and gentlemen yep. flip teeny is back and i do not think we can underestimate what kind of powerful combos people can come up with when they have the ability to flip their coins again. Um, the reason attacks in Pokemon get coin flips is because they can be overpowering. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am excited to see what possibilities we can come up with rogue decks. Um, Incineroar has a lot of potential for it, um, and I'm not just saying that because I pulled a secret rare one and I need it to be a, a valuable card. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's It's... I think it's going places. So I like this card. Fliptini's always, I'm always happy to have Fliptini. Yep. So for me,
0: I echo what Gator says as well. Uh, I saw, um, now, Sigma is correct in the sense that in standard right now, we don't know until it comes out, right? Officially, and people do put it on an actual big deck and see how it works. Um, I do see possibilities of this in S- S- expanded to no ends because there's so many good cards in expanded with flip uh, attacks. Um, Flippini was a thing, like Gator says in the past. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Hidden Treasures? I can't remember where No, still, was. No,
2: it's still an expanded. Tini is still an expanded, so. Yeah, yeah. No, no,
0: no, no. I, I was, I'm just trying to remember what set it came out originally. Um, I think it was
2: in a few.
0: So. It was in what? It was in a few sets. So. It was in a few. It was reprinted a couple of times. Yeah. But it's very, very, don't underestimate the power of being able to reflip, because it It. I can't do the math because I'm not, you know, uh, Professor Snag or attach, <laughs> but <laughs> the ability to be able to undo your last flip and do it again exponentially rises the chances that you are going to get that head, meaning that those attacks that require you to have a head to do an incredible thing, obviously, we're not going to do this on, on an attack that, oh, flip two coins for each head, you take, you do 10 damage. No, but if it's amazing, this is something to consider for sure. Um, So let's go ahead and rate this. Uh, Gator. I would say it's effective. It's effective, Sigma. Yeah, it's not super effective, so it's effective. And I say the same thing, it is effective. Now, we could, someone much more intelligent than us and much more skill will definitely create a deck and make us all really wrong. But for now, it has possibilities, we just can't see it right now. So, moving on to the next one, and it's a certain dance bird that I quite like, Gen 7. Please, Sigma, Oricorio.
1: Okay, this is our first Oricorio, and it's the Fire-type one. It's got 90 HP as the basic Pokémon. Its first attack uses one Fire Energy for Passionate Dance, which has you search your deck for up to three Fire ener- basic Fire Pokémon and put them onto your bench, then you shuffle it. And then for two Fire Energies, it has Kindle, which does 30 damage, and you discard an energy from this Pokémon. and Or you can discard an energy from this Pokémon, Oh, you can discard from your opponent's Pokemon as well. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's where it was going. Uh, It's weak to water, and it has a retreat of one.
2: Gator. So, again, I hate to bring up the uh, Incineroar GX secret rare that you can buy for a low, low price from me. Um, (laughs) However, Incineroar GX, this card is perfect as a complement to Incineroar GX, because Incineroar GX... Has that first attack for one colorless where it does 20 more damage for each of your bench fire Pokemon. And this Pokemon for one fire energy pulls three basic fire Pokemon and puts them on your bench. Um, this is also a possibility for replacing a Hoopa. Um, it's a little bit less ideal, but a Hoopa set up in Volcanion. Um, mm, so this yeah. card, it's hard to discount this card. Uh, usually you don't want to do something like that with an attack, but. I mean, there's the the world is an oyster, you know. You gotta find the possibilities. <laughs> I like that
0: metaphor. Um, I agree, Gator. Um, and I agree. What makes this card work for me is that both attacks are useful. Don't underestimate the power to bring three basics into play with one attack. I mean, you with, with that costs one one just one energy. You want that on turn one. So if you want to do that, you will have to play four of these. To have, make sure to have these. And then the second attack cannot be underestimated either. I mean, sure, it only does 30 damage. But if you discard a card, that means your opponent discards a card too. You have burn energy. They don't. Fire is well known and scarred for being able to discard energy. And it has ways of bringing them back. It's a thing. Literally, it's shtick. Fire is all about discarding cards. So it has its ways to bring back energy. However, your opponent might not, and the ability to for the just two fire energies, deal 30 damage, and uh, 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 this you can discard two energies out of Oricolo, and he would have to discard two energies. And he, ladies and gentlemen, might not be able to bring them back. So both attacks are actually quite excellent. Definitely, definitely, a, in my op- opinion, a very good card. What about you, Sigma?
1: I like its first attack, but I'm not... I play a lot of Volcanian, and I'm not sure I want to have that many in my deck to have the the higher chance of getting it to start, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where I stand on it. Maybe for like an Incineroar deck, if that pops up, it'll be able to do something in there,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it does get to be searched by a level ball, which is something not to discount, and it does retreat for one, which is nice for the follow-up turns.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So Gator, what do you give this card?
1: Um, not very effective.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. I will give it an effective. What about you, Sigma?
1: I was leaning more towards effective.
0: Okay. So there we have it, guys. We have a two effective, one not very effective for Oricoro. Let's see how this card goes. And believe me, Fire needs all the help it can get. Now, (laughs) we're going to go on to another Fire Pokemon. This lizard has definitely has bedazzled everyone in the TCG, let's see if the, uh, I'm sorry, everyone in the Pokemon community, let's see if it did the same in the TCG. Gator, talk about Salazzle.
2: All right, Salazzle, it's a fire, stage one, evolving from Slandit, and it's 110 HP. It has the ability Hot Poison. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may leave your opponent's active Pokemon burned and Poisoned. Ooh. And for a Fire and Double Colorless Flamethrower, 90 damage, discard an energy from this Pokemon, Weak to Water, and Retreat Cost of 1.
0: Interesting. Sigma, you start.
1: Well, it kind of reminds me of like, Golbat and Crobat, but it only hits the active Pokemon. I don't know if I'd like... I think I'd probably like this a little better in a format with Burbank City mm-hmm. Gym, but probably okay leave it'll guarantee 30 damage at least on yep. the active pokemon so i probably don't want to be attacking with it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> same thing i oh mirror sigma its ability cannot be underestimated though wow you evolve it and then you burn and poison this is and we had this discussion on our facebook chat group uh, as well and we i think we have it on a discord uh, uh, chat as well where if pokemon want to make evolution relevant again make more evolution evolutionary effective abilities such as this one because that will make you want to the 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 ability of basics being fast when you play them GX basics or every single EX are basics th- that gives them an upper hand that evolutions it it's just so hard for them to catch up to that because they need to wait a turn to be able to evolve now selaso's ability it's exactly something that encourages you to play because the ability to be able to poison and burn your opponent by just evolving him—it's awesome. That will, imagine it like a muscle band, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, it will add thirty damage to your opponent's Pokemon to whatever attack uh, active attacker you have on play right now. So if you're dealing um one hundred and fifty damage, Salasso just guaranteed you that you're gonna do hundred uh one hundred and eighty. Because it will come in and poison and burn. It's just fantastic. I like it a lot. And like Sigma said, just don't attack with it. Just
2: just just go over it.
0: So get her.
2: Um, not very effective. Really? Mm-mm.
0: No 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 likey? No likey salasso? No,
2: not not very effective.
0: Okay. <laughs> Nothing to say about why?
2: Um, I just think it's too expensive for what it is. A stage one, even if it does poison and burn, I have the ability to retreat. There's float stones, there's escape ropes. Uh, there's just a lot of potential in it, and I don't really see any decks that's going to benefit from it necessarily. So two cards in the deck for something not great, not very effective.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I will give it a effective. How about you, Sigma? Gator sold me a uh, not very effective. Here we go. We got two not very effective and one effective. Guys, we better stay away from this one. Moving on, we have another fire type, and this one, he's, um, let's just say he's from the future, and he's coming to kill Sarah Connor. (laughs) Of course, I'm talking about Tortinator. Tortinator, fire Pokemon basic, 110 HP, it has two attacks, double colorless energy, gives you body slam, 30 damage. Flip a coin. If heads, the opponent, uh, the your active Pokemon, your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed, and its second attack, Heat Blast, two Fire, one Colorless, deals nine damage. 90 damage. I'm surprised it doesn't make you discard anything. Its weakness to Water, and its retreat cost is three. Gator, mm. you start with this one.
2: Okay, so Tertanator GX is baller. Um, I am definitely splashing this Pokemon in my Volcanion decks. Um, he might replace two of my baby Volcanion, or I might cut another card to include him. That Shell Trap ability? Wait, I think, yeah, I think I made a mistake here. I read the I wrong card. They... We're
0: talking about Turtonator, the regular card.
2: Oh, we so should that... be talking about Turtonator, the GX card. Yeah, let's go ahead yeah, and do that. anyway, Turtonator, the regular
0: so, card... <laughs> This is weird. They they usually don't throw GX cards and regular at the same the same set. So that that confused me. But uh, yeah, no, Terminator sucks. Uh, Not very effective from all three of us. I knew we're. I I, I was reading this card. I'm like, why are we talking about this card? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, going to Terminator GX. Sorry, let's go ahead and do that. Fire 190 damage. Uh, HP. Lots. Nice. Uh, double coloss trap shell. 20 damage. If this Pokemon is damaged by an attack during your opponent's next turn, place 8 damage counters on the attacking Pokemon. Its second attack, Crimson Flame. 2 fire, 1 colorless, 160 damage. Discard 2 energies attached to this Pokemon. And of course, its GX attack, 1 fire. Nitro Tank GX, and if that freaking name doesn't sound cool, I don't know anything that sounds cool. Attach five fire energies from your discard pile to your Pokemon in any way you like. Remember when I was telling you the fire just knows how to bring back energies? This is what I was talking about. Weakness to water. Retreat cost three. Gator, now do your spiel.
2: Okay, now this sounds a lot better. You see, guys, (laughs) I'm here sorting cards, and I'm thinking... You know, I hear the name Tertinator, and I think power. I didn't even realize <laughs> that there's a basic Turtinator, But Turtinator <laughs> GX, this is going in my Volcanion deck, as I said. For two double colorless, being able to do Trap Shell, 20 damage. And if you get hit by any of your opponent's Pokemon's attacks during your next turn, placing eight damage counters, that's better than a Bursting Balloon. Okay, And when you're playing it with something like Volcanion, you steam up three times. That's 110 damage. You're knocking out a Shaman. So if they have a Shaman active, you knock out a Shaman. They send somebody else for it. If they hit you. That's 80 damage on the Pokemon. Um, That's nuts. So, And then that Nitro Tank GX attack, being able to pull five fire out of your discard pile and attaching them to the Pokemon any way you like, you're setting... If you have your energy attachment for the turn you are setting up two Volcanian EXs to swing that turn. Mm-hmm. That is insane. Not to mention, for two Fire and a Colorless, being able to do 160 damage, uh, just a couple steam-ups, three steam-ups, and I think you knock out everything in the format. Um, it's crazy. Turtonator GX is hardcore. Yep. Sigma.
1: I think he actually covered everything on this one. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to putting this in my uh, Volcanian decks. Yep.
0: Now, again, this is a uh, another card that I feel that it works with Oricono, which we covered in Fire. This is what I was talking about. It makes great synergy. Oricono will get you this basic from your deck to your bench and then will discard its own energies to this to make your opponent discard its energies and then just... Turretinator can come in, GX can come in, and just grab those energies and redistribute it anywhere as it likes. It does an amazing good amount of damage, what 160 for discarding two energies. Counting that you might have uh, be playing Burning Energy it means that that the uh, uh, at least one of those discarding energies comes back to that Pokemon. And like Gator said, it traps Shell Damage. 20 damage is not much, but if it it's basically an intimidation uh skill. You are dealing 20 damage, but you're telling to your opponent. If you hit me back You're gonna take 80 and that is a hundred damage for just double color double colorless uh, uh, Energy that is excellent. This card definitely is a great great one And it's like we said before fire needs a lot of help And this is exactly the help that we want now We're gonna give this Pokemon this card a super effective gator Super effective and Sigma Super effective. Awesome. Welcome aboard, Dirtinator GX. Now, we're going to move from fire onto something much cooler. And that is... ice. But since ice doesn't really appear in the TCG in any way, it's water. Sigma, cover Sandshrew. Sandshrew? Okay, we have a Alolan Sandshrew. It's a water
1: type with 60 HP. It's basic Pokemon... For no energy, it can use Defense Curl, which has it flip a coin and prevent all the damage of heads for next turn. For a water and a double colorless, it has Ice Ball that does 30 damage. It's weak to metal, retreat one. And I think we really want the
0: Alolan Sandslash here. For sure, but the reason why I asked to go with Alolan Sandslash is because I really want to focus on that first attack. cannot be underestimated. Flip a coin, prevent all damage done to this point by attacks next turn, and it doesn't cost any energy. Not saying it's breaking, not saying people are going to play it, but that's interesting. That's a very interesting card because it's a perfect stall basic Pokemon. 60, 60 HP, and then you can. your opponent has to basically hope that you flip Tails in order for it to do damage to you. It really is not that bad. But of course, like Sigma says, the one we really want to cover is Alolan Sandslash. We're not going to review Sandshrew because it's just a basic Pokemon. So, go ahead, Sigma. Okay,
1: we have Alolan Sandslash here. It's a water type with 110 HP. It's a stage 1 that evolves from Alolan Sandslash. And it has the ability Snow Shovel, which once per turn, before you attack, you may draw a card. For a water and a double colorless, you have Smash Turn, which does 50 damage. And you switch this Pokemon with one of your benches. Weak to metal, retreat is 2
0: okay I'll start with this one Lin sound slash is pretty interesting its first uh, ability once you turn right you you draw a card that's nice. anything that allows you to draw cards is nice uh regardless of the amount it is now unfortunately, it is water so it doesn't uh take advantage of giant of force uh, uh force of giant plants so it can evolve quickly which gives it a delay but however it does stack so it Theoretically, if you have two of these, you'll be drawing two extra cards every turn. Now, of course, it's not perfect. It's just one card and it's a stage one and it's attack. It's nice for one water to colorless, 50 damage is not bad. You can switch not bad at all, Uh, but it's just not groundbreaking. Uh, Now water is getting a lot of help, but I still don't see this being played all that much. That extra one card is nice, but um, we still have Octillery out there, and Octillery lets us draw uh, more than that. Um, so I don't know, guys. Uh, uh, what do you think, Gator?
2: Um, I think it's okay. Uh, there's a we're gonna talk about Malo later on, and Malo allows you to put two cards on top of your deck. So being able that now that we have trainers where you can search out things and put them on top of your deck, this makes that card a little bit better. And sometimes you're just dead drawing and it does not hurt to have a Pokemon where you can just just get one more card. Because it's that one more card you need. Just one more card to get you out of it. So I think this has some potential for being that splashable thing.
0: Yeah. Sigma. At
1: a stage one, I think it's putting too many not so great Pokemon in your deck to just try to draw a card. Like you could be putting other things to give you that card advantage to get there. And yeah. I think I'd rather have like an Octillery or
0: a even an Oranguru doing that. Or a shaman. Than <laughs> yeah, or a shaman. Yeah, and I totally agree. Um so for that I will definitely give this card a effective because still I still see potential on it. It's just it's not that that big of a deal. Gator. Uh, I'm going to say effective. And Sigma. I'm going not very effective on this one. And I totally understand why we would. Uh, So that's a lowland sand slash. You got two effectives and one not very effective. Uh, It's a maybe, guys. It's a maybe. So let's go ahead and move on to the next water type. And this one, um, I know, Fluffy, Fluffiest Windsor my love. You don't listen to this podcast because you don't know, you don't like the oil, you don't play the tc all that much but you should because we're going to talk about your favorite gen 7 pokemon and that is alolan volpix and alolan Ninetales. and we're going to give it to the man gator take it away
2: okay so here's the thing i'm not really going to go into alolan volpix here's the thing about alolan volpix though it for its first attack it is a colorless attack and you can search your deck for up to two pokemon not basic pokemon not stage one Ooh, to yeah. any two pokemon reveal them put them in your hand shuffle your deck i do not mind having this as my starter at all in any yes. situation being no. able to search stuff out pokemon search is real there's a reason we play level balls nest balls ultra balls yeah so that card just makes it all the better that it evolved into lola nine tails Ninetales nine tails is a water type with 210 hit points and of course a stage one evolving from alolan vulpix for two colorless ice blade this attack does 50 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon. Don't apply weakness and resistance for bench Pokemon. Uh, second attack, two water and a colorless Blizzard Edge. Uh, 160 damage. Move, discard two energy attached to this Pokemon. And its GX attack is for a double colorless Ice Path GX. Move all damage counters from this Pokemon to your opponent's active Pokemon. And it's weak to metal and it has a retreat cost of one.
0: Oof, Sigma, I'm going to let you start on this
1: one. Okay, well, the first attack I really like, being able to snipe, is not something that's too bad, especially if it's just for a double colorless. Mm-hmm. The second attack, having to discard two energies, is a little rough, but doing 160 damage is also pretty nice. The GX attack is fine. There's situations that you want it. And the weakness to metal is what I really like here, because there's not that much metal in the format right now.
0: Yeah, that's a good, fair assessment. I like this a lot, though. Number, number one, I want to talk about that ballpix. You're right, Gator. That's a, that first attack is amazing. Now, going back to Ninthal's CX, its first attack is really good. Being able to snipe 50 damage is a decent and strong amount. You combine this with... Um, is it a... S- What's the um uh, the uh tool that allows you to hit for weakness and resistance on bench? I always forget the wide menu, that. White lands. Why? Thank you. Combined with white lands means that you could hit for weakness on your opponent. So that's a hundred damage if your opponent is weak to water. Uh, sorry, fire decks. Um, its second attack. Yes, it's one hundred sixteen. You do discard two energies like Sigma says, but we do have fisherman in the format, which allows you to retrieve those cards. But I do also understand that we can't just put those two cards on the next turn on uh, the same turn because we can't do that unfortunately well but with we can with water patch which we will be discussing soon again uh later on so technically with both water patch and fisherman you can keep doing 160 damage now yeah it's a lot of work but you can still do it it's second it's a uh, third attack i like it a lot because it's a full heal and full damage on your opponent. Your opponent needs to one hit KO you. Or it will KO itself because you're going to put the damage he put on you straight on him. And let me tell you guys, 110, 210 damage. Not many Pokemon can do that damage. So if they try to two, uh, two hit KO you, there might be running a certain problem there. Uh, Gator.
2: I think this card is great. Um, We've already seen some success with it in Japan so far. Um, The nice thing about it is being able to hit 50 anywhere as we're moving into a format where we have um, basics uh, coming out to evolve into GX Pokemon. Being able to hit them really hard and potentially knock them out ahead of time does a big difference. And especially in a format where retreating is a thing, uh, there's no safety on the bench from this Pokemon, and sometimes that 50 damage is all you need for a knockout. Yeah. And like we said, Ice Pat or uh, Aqua Patch makes it so that Blizzard Edge is not that scary of an attack.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you throw a Fighting uh, Fury Belt on this thing. Well, you can't throw a Fighting Fury no. Belt. But you throw a Close Choice Band. Band on it. Yeah. 190 damage. That's knocking out. That's so many. That's such good math for so many things. Um, that is worth discarding two Energy for in my book. So mm-hmm. I love this Pokemon. It's great.
0: Sigma. Oh well, wait, we'll recover Sigma. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Uh. Well, no, actually, Sigma. What do you rate this card? That's what oh, I was, this I was is. Meant to this should be a super effective. Yeah, super effective for me as well. Gator.
2: Uh, super effective.
0: Okay, we're moving on from. Uh, there you go, Fluffy. You have your favorite Gen Seven Pokemon. Now is super effective all the way through. It's a great card. Moving on, but keeping to water, we have a certain toad we want to talk about. Now, this toad, it's interesting, and it's Polytoad. Polytoad, basic, I'm um, sorry, uh, uh, <laughs> stage two. Um, <laughs> uh, when I meant basic, as in it's not a GX, uh, 130 HP. Now, it has two attacks. It's first roll call for one water. Search your deck for Polywag, Polywar, and PolyRath, and put them on your bench. Then shuffle your deck. That is very, very interesting. Its second attack, it's Hyper Jump. With one water, two colorless, a hundred damage. You may shuffle this Pokemon and all cards attached to it in your deck. Wings to grass and retreat cost one. Get her. Take it away.
2: Okay, this Pokemon's pretty cool. Um yeah. I'm Not gonna lie here. So one of the things that I really liked about it is your. We saw a lot of success with Frogadier being able to pull Pokemon out of the, the um the deck without having to evolve them. Yeah. Um, and wait for the evolving, so you're getting it good. And there's a lot of there's some really good polyworlds and Polyraths floating around out there, and uh, I could see this card being very beneficial to those kinds of decks. I've heard some very good, interesting theory-mongering around this card, so I'm really interested to see what kind of deck our brewers come up with when it comes to this card.
0: Yeah, Sigma.
2: Yeah, cheating Stage 1 and Stage
1: 2 Pokémon out is usually something to keep an eye on. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure there's a Polyrath right now around. I think the best one I found was in Sun and Moon, which did Confusion for a single Water Energy. But it's definitely something I want to watch in the format.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, and I mirror both of you guys' opinion. It's do not underestimate the power to bring stage ones and stage two as basic Pokemon on your bench. That is really good. And the fact that it does 100 damage and goes back to your bench, um, remember, it says you may, you're not obligated to shuffle this card back into your deck. You can deal 100 damage and keep it on the active, and then once it has enough damage where you feel like, yeah, it's in danger, just shuffle it back into your deck. It, it completely blocking, uh, price blocking your opponent from getting that price from knocking out that Polytode. It is a very interesting card. It is a card that once you read it and go through it, it your your mind just got, keeps on mm, thinking of ways of how you can abuse its power. It's it's definitely really really good. I am going to give it a super effective because I just like it a lot. What about you, Gator?
2: Um, I'm going to give it an effective, pending what comes out with it. Yep. Um, I like it, but I'm not super sold on it yet.
0: Yep, and Sigma.
1: Yeah, definitely an effective for this one. It is. It needs to prove itself and get yeah, yeah. something better.
0: <laughs> you both. I agree with both of you as well. Um, I just like the card so much. But we're gonna move on. They'll, and there we have it, guys. We have two effectives and one super effective for Politoed. I would get a set of these just in case it actually becomes that good. Now, moving on from one water to another war. Uh, now, this one is big, it's huge, it's always full. It's a Waylord. Go ahead and take it over, Sigma.
1: Okay, so we have Waylord here. It's a water Pokemon with 200 HP as a stage one that evolves from Wailmer. For two waters and a colorless, it has Dive, which does 40 damage, and you get to flip a coin. It adds you prevent the effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon during your opponent's next turn. And for three water and a colorless, it has Open Sea, which does 80 damage and heals 30 from each of your water Pokemon.
0: Its weakness is grass and its retreat is sport. This is interesting. Gitter, let's have you start with this one.
2: Okay. So remember how Wailord EX is terrible and everyone hates it? Well now they made it into a stage one <laughs> with 200 hit points, and you only get one prize for knocking it out. So we're gonna give you a hundred we're gonna give you one prize for taking out two hundred hit points on the stage one. Choice <laughs> band's not gonna hurt it because it's not an EX or a GX. It sits there and it just it's a fat Pokemon that makes it really <laughs> annoying to get off the field and I like that about it, yes,
0: <laughs> yes, I totally agree this is definitely an annoying card, and I love it for it. Waylord has always been about I'm not gonna attack you. I'm just going to make it really, really frustrating for you to actually try to knock me down. Now, with Wailer EX, you would actually get two prices for this. But for this little stage 1 200 HP Pokemon, I'm just going to give you one. And that is great. Now, yes, it's second attack, three water, one colorless, as expensive as hell, but it does heal it. Combined with Rough Seas, you can heal it even more. That's 30 damage for each of your water Pokemon. If you have water only deck, that's, if you, and you have five Pokemon on your bench, that's 30 plus five. I don't want to do the math. 80. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> How much you say? 80. For the healing?
2: Yeah, 30 plus five. Three plus five is 80. No, three, no, it's three times five. It's one fifty. Oh, three times five. Oh, okay, got gotcha. it. There we go. <laughs> What's that? wait, wait, what?
0: No, that's not right. I thought you
2: said three plus five. No, 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 That's
0: eight. No, no, <laughs> times. Sorry. Right, times one hundred fifty. Uh, yeah, one hundred fifty damage off of it every time, and we have water patch. People, water patch will definitely make you speed things up for this Pokemon to be able to to uh, do that attack. Now again, it's very situational, and it's definitely a stall deck's wet dream. But it's still really good. Sigma, last word.
1: I mean, I'm not sure how often you're going to get up to the 4 energy you need if you're going to be max potioning it.
0: But mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah, is going to be point. stalling. So Yeah, so Gator, what do you give this card? I give it effective. Somebody's going to come up with a fun strategy with this. I give it an effective too. I see this winning some type of tournament where nobody was expecting it just because they could just couldn't knock it out. How about you, Sigma? Yeah, it's probably going to end up as effective. Awesome. So, we have a very effective Waylord uh, going around. Uh, it's, it sounds like a lot of fun because I just love frustrating my opponents. It's just that type of player. Now, moving on from the huge whale onto the tiny, tiny, tiny fish. We're going to talk about Wishy Washy. Gator, let's talk about Wishy Washy.
2: Alright, because guys, this is the most important wishy-washy in the set. This one has 30 hit points, and it's a basic water (laughs) Pokemon. And it's got an attack, sharpshooting for one water. This attack does 10 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon. And it's weak to lightning, and zero retreat cost. That means this Pokemon has zero retreat. Oh, and it's got this kind of like, neat ability, where once during your turn before your attack, you can switch that Pokemon with a wishy-washy GX in your hand. (laughs) Um... Would you like to talk about Wishiwashi GX, Juicero? Let's talk about Wishiwashi GX. Wishiwashi GX, it has HP
0: 210. It's a basic Pokemon, of course. And its first attack, Water Watergon, just does 20 damage for one water energy. Not much. Then its second attack requires three water energies and two colorless energies. Micro Burst Vortex. 120 damage, and you discard a special energy card attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. It's... GX attack blue surge gx <laughs> requires the same amount of energies and does 220 damage move all energies attached to this pokemon to your bench pokemon in any way you like when you, uh, uh, uh and its weakness is lightning and its retreat cost is 3 interesting two pokemon we have here let's talk about wishiwashi first uh sigma wishiwashi Well, I was thinking it was kind of dumb
1: until I realized its retreat was zero, and then it's just kind of okay, I mean, (laughs) Decidueye are sniping things right now, so it's probably not in the safest of places, but
0: that's
1: okay. Now, for the GX, I wasn't really high on it when I first saw the energy commitment, but with Water Patch, it's somewhat more reasonable, Mm -hmm. and you're probably running multiple of them, so you can use the GX attack to power up your next one, so that's pretty nice and you're probably KOing something with the gx attack
2: as well
0: yep so how about gator okay.
2: i like that gx attacks my the way i envision playing this card is it's going to start with it you are going to load it up with energy with that nice 210 hit points it is going to be a pain to knock this pokemon out at the beginning uh you do your nice damage with micro burst. you discard special energy to slow down your pokemon your opponent's pokemon and then once you hit that uh, Blue Surge GX with 220 damage, you're most likely taking a knockout and you're setting up all your other attackers on the bench. There's so many good attackers in water that need a lot of energy that do would not mind taking the five energy off of this to get started and ramped up. Yep. Um, so I'm kind of excited.
0: I agree with Gator there and Sigma. The fact that you can share its large amount of energy is very nice. Remember, this is also a basic Pokemon. You can bring it up immediately using Wishy-Washy, regular Wishy-Washy with its ability schooling. And you can pump it up with energy using water patch and other abilities, uh, other uh, uh, ways to uh, fast pace your energy needs. And then you do 220 damage, which basically locks out most GXs, unless it's a a stage 2 GX, And then you move all that precious energy into something else that needs it, probably your main attacker. Uh, in your water deck, uh, for example, you know the best. You know, I'm um, just out of my mind. Uh, the f- best starter Pokemon, Primarina. Um, shush, Gator, don't say anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but seriously though, um, I do see this that it actually might see some play. Yes, the energy amount is a lot, but there's ways around it with water thanks to Aqua Patch. We might actually see something, Sigma. What's your, uh, oh, uh, what's your call? Your rating?
1: Um, little wishy-washy, not very effective. On wishy-washy GX, I think I can
2: go effective for it. And Gator, I'd say the overall combo of the two is effective.
0: I say the same thing as Gator. The overall combo of two effective. Uh, the fact that just wishy-washy can just immediately transform into wishy-washy GX, it is pretty good. So there you have it, guys. Some water fanfic there. Now we're going to take a break, go to do some things, and we will come back to discuss the rest of the set after these messages. We'll be right back.
2: Peter Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium, we got Pidgeys, Pidgeotos, Pidgeots, and all your basic flying normal type Pokemon. Need a Farfetch? Got it! Need a Dary Got it! Need a Staravia? Got it! Need a P-Dub? Got it! Need an average flying type root one exclusive Pokemon? We got it! One more time, that's Peter Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium, one final time, that's Peter Pigeons! Pidgeot Emporium. Go check us out today and tell the Puckle TCG cast that you for a 20% discount. Wowee! A 20% discount? No, make that a 25% discount. Do I have to make a 30? There it is! 30% discount! And so, for that 30% discount, Peter Pidgeot's Pidgeot Emporium.
0: If we don't have it, it is an average. Welcome back, everybody. We're gonna continue our review set of Guardians Rising. And so far, so good. This set, what we covered, it has been grass, fire, and water. It has very good cards. If not great, they're good. And it's, um, it's it's so exciting to have a set that it's not basically, you know, evolutions. So let's continue on with Lightning. Now, Lightning doesn't have all that much, but it does have two of them. Let's start with one called VickaVault GX Sigma. Take it away.
1: Okay, we have VickaVault GX here. It's a lightning pokemon with 240 hp it's a stage two that evolves from chargeabug its first attack for a single lightning energy is charge beam which does 50 damage and you can attach an energy card from your discard pile to this pokemon for lightning energy and three colorless you have Zo- super zap cannon 180 damage and you have to discard two energy from this pokemon and its gx attack is a lightning and three colorless called gigatron gx it does 60 damage to each of your opponents of benched Pokemon. You do not apply weakness and resistance to benched Pokemon. And its weakness is fighting, its resistance is metal, and it has a retreat of one.
2: Gator. I like Vika Volt. Um, being able to accelerate energy from the discard pile is always good with that first attack. Yep. Um, doing 180 damage for 4 energy is a little tough but that's just two Lightnings and a DCE with the cost. And I really like when the cost of the main attacks uh, match up with the cost of the GX attacks. Me You're not really wasting mm-hmm. GX energy. Um, so doing 60 damage to each of your opponent's bench Pokemon um, could be what it takes to win the game. Mm-hmm. Um, there are situations where you are coming down to... You've played out your match. You've got three turns to end it. And being able to hit with this sucker you can take lives, and I think it's pretty great, and also being weak to uh, uh, fighting is not that big of a deal currently, yeah. so I think it's very well positioned.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I like its attack a lot. Again, char- Charge Bean, one Lightning does 50, and then you can attach an energy from your pile to this Pokemon. It's pretty good. That makes you, like you said, on second turn, if you have one Lightning, one Lightning on your discard pile, and a Double Colorless on your hand, you can have this ready in two turns theoretically. Um, and then you can do your 180 damage and discarding two energies in the process. It's uh GX attack, dealing 60 to each and every bench Pokemon. That is big, especially since there are other Pokemons we're going to discuss that take advantage of that as well. Um, it's definitely, my only, my only uh, suppression on this card is the fact that it's Lightning, which means it has absolutely zero evolution help there. That means that you need three turns to have Vicobalt ready cuz uh, grass obviously has a f- uh, forest of giant plants uh fighting have um Moxie's uh, hidden ball trick and um, water has a uh, ace in a hole Lightning has no support on evolution. If you want to play the stage two, you have to sacrifice three turns, and that is crucial and dangerous. And some, uh, and it's I always said it's ironic that Lightning suffers from this when it's known that when Lightning is known to be a fast type, right? It's all about speed. Of course, Vico Vault is not fast at all. In actual in the actual game, video game, but it's still the slowness of the evolution hurts it a bit. Sigma, last word.
1: Okay, what I really want to do with this card is play it with the regular Vicavolt from the Sun and Moon expansion. Okay. Because what that does is it lets you search your deck to put a grass and an electric energy yep. on, and attach them to your Pokémon in any way you want. So it gets you those two energies that you have to discard every turn. Mm-hmm. And since you're already playing your Grubbins and your charger Bugs, it shouldn't be too hard to put, say, one or two of that regular Vicavolt in your deck.
0: It means that you have to share space with both GX and Vickable. You can't have four of uh, of one.
1: No, you probably run like three of one and two of the other just so it doesn't get prized. Yeah. But it does help you accelerate you to that 180 damage attack and just crushing your opponent each turn because you can run your choice band on it and be hitting 210, and that takes out most Pokémon at the 210 HP range. So... That seems like a good place to be, and if Chargebug ever gets a Grass-type, that could be cool.
0: <laughs> that is true. It has the potential <laughs> to be a Grass-type.
1: Yeah. That is very true. If they ever do that, then it becomes awesome. This long. card
0: will become amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if they do that, and Forest of Giant Plants is still in, in, in format. Well, it could still be played and expanded, so... That's true. So, uh, Gator, what do you give this card?
2: I give this card a not-very-effective... And that's not because of anything wrong with the card, necessarily. It is just strictly worse than what we have access to when it comes to the Lightning archetype. Um, The Pokemon we're going to talk about next, Tapu Koko GX, outclasses it in just about every way. And I just, unless we see some grass support with the, uh, the lower stage evolutions, I just don't see this card going anywhere except my minder. So not very effective.
0: I would say the same thing. Not very effective for the exact same reason. It's just right now... Yes, the card is good, but Lightning has barely any support right now, and it needs that support. Once it does have that support, it could be amazing, but right now, I just, I don't, not even expand Expanded. You can actually take full potential of its abilities. Uh, Sigma.
1: Yeah, being stuck on the Rare Candy plan is not something I want to be, so it's close to effective, but it doesn't quite get there. It's not very effective.
0: Not very effective, guys, so hopefully, let's wish for Vikavolt to uh, GX to actually have a great rising in some future part, but right now it just doesn't make the cut. But there's another lightning Pokemon, a legendary one, one of the legendary Tapus, and that's Tapu Koko GX Skater.
2: Take it away. So I think you've just mentioned the word rising, and well, this that is called Guardians Rising, and we have reached our first Guardian, yeah. and that is Tapu Koko GX. It is a lightning type. Basic Pokemon with 170 hit points. It has the ability Tail. Once during your turn, before your attack, when you play this card from your hand onto your bench, you may move any number of lightning energy attached to your Pokemon to this Pokemon. If you move any energy, switch this Pokemon with your active... It's, its first attack for two lightning and a colorless Sky Claw, just a clean 130 damage.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's GX attack. Two Lightning and a Colorless, the same cost. Tapu Thunder GX does 50 damage times the number of energy attached to all of your opponent's (sighs) Pokemon. Crazy. No weakness, no resistance, retreat cost of two.
0: Sigma. Take it away. Okay,
1: so that GX attack is going to be KOing some (laughs) Darkrai. Not having it a weakness is pretty amazing, and really don't want to ever start with this thing but when you play it from your hand you you should be doing 130 damage that turn yeah and what i really want to see i'm not sure if it'll see play right now but with the next set we're getting the acerola which brings the cards back to your hand so you can just keep or you can try to keep yes. chaining these tapu coco gx yeah i think
0: that's where it's going to start seeing some play oh yes acerola is going to be a big support for this one um and i agree with you that that GX attack should be called Rip Thunder. Rest in Peace Thunder GX because it will knock out anything. 50 damage times the number of energies attached to all your opponent's Pokemon? That's crazy. That's a huge amount. And Skyclaw, 130 is decent enough to be able to 2 hit KO anything that it is. It's a basic Pokemon it's, and its ability is also very good. I really like this card, and it's the type of card that elect, uh, Lightning needs nowadays. Skater, last word.
2: Um, this card is great, so I rate it a super effective.
0: Yes, super effective for this one for me, too. What about you, Sigma? Yeah, super effective. Seems right. Awesome. So, we have there, guys, Tapu Koko GX. It's a super effective, and it's a welcome addition to the TCG. Get a Get a set once you are able to do it. Now, let's move on. Now, from Lightning all the way up to Psychic. Now, Psychic in the TCG, many of you know, that doesn't represent just Psychic. It also represents other types, like Ghost, and in this case, Poison. And that Poison is what we're going to talk about right now with Garbodor. Garbodor... Which is a psychic in the TCG, HP 120, it's a stage one as you all know. Has two attacks. No ability this time, no abilities. Its first attack Transhalanch? I can't even pronounce that. In- <laughs> Trash avalanche Thank you. Um one psychic energy. This attack does twenty damage to each item card in your opponent's discard pile. Oh, that hurts. Its second attack, acid bomb for one psychic. Two colorless, 70 damage, flip a coin. If heads, discard an energy from your
2: opponent's active. Its weakness is
0: psychic, and its retreat cost is three. Gitter, how about you start with this one?
2: I am holding this Garbador in my hand as we speak, and I did not know what love was until (laughs) I met this card. (laughs) Garbador is tearing things up in Japan right now. As you guys know, Japan has a format that is XY on. They do not rotate to Primal Clash like we did. Yeah. They, the deck that is winning everything right now is a Garbodor deck that is composed with three of these Garbodors and one of the Garbodors with Garbotoxin. And since they have access to everything from Battle Compressor to Zerosic to all, all of the tricks that you have in the early XY block Night March, and this deck is composed of nothing but stuff that's legal for us. Um, mm. And it is tearing things up in a format that has many more tools than we have available to us. Um, Garbodor is something to watch out for. Pick yourself up a playset of it. Trust me, it'll be worth it. It's not going to be super expensive, I wouldn't think, unless it gets a lot of hype. But even if it gets a lot of hype, it should only be a couple of bucks apiece. And grab them now while you can. Hold on to them, because this deck is going to be nasty. However, I will warn you, the deck that's going running wild right now does run four Tapu Lele's. So... <laughs> um, you might... You, the Garbodor might not be expensive, but the rest of the deck is. And that's my two cents on it. <laughs> Sigma.
1: That is an efficient attack because you are... You should be hitting for, I don't know, probably 80 damage around turn two or three. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good and you're also shouldn't be too hard to be running maybe one of the Garbotoxin, maybe two i don't know what your deck's looking like but being able to run the other garbodor as well seems like a nice spot for this so
0: same thing not much to say you guys described it all the ability that not not only that it's a stage one but you're if the other garbodor that's available it's also amazing it blocks abilities you want to do that as well you have this one combined with the other one blocking abilities and then doing damage for every item card, you're absolutely making your opponent either one, number one, avoiding him from using abilities, he can't play them, and number two, make him think twice every time he wants to play an item card. Again, I love just playing with the opponent in that way, making them think twice about their options. Uh, such a good card! Its first attack, and it's just one psychic energy. Not to mention that a hundred and twenty for a stage one, ain't half bad at either. Um, its uh weakness is psychic, which right now the only thing you would be uh, worrying about will be a deck of you of this card, its own uh, Garbodor or a Mewtwo Mega Mewtwo deck. So it is really good. I'm going to give this card definitely a super
2: effective Gator. Super effective. Think about how many items you play in your deck. Now think about how many items your opponent plays. This could warp the format.
0: Yes. Sigma. Super effective. Super effective. Get a place out of this. As soon as you can, guys, it is going to be big. It's already big in Japan. It's only going to get bigger. Now moving on to and continuing in Psychic, we have not one, but two. orikorio Because she's that Good? I don't know. Let's find out. Sigma, take it away.
1: <laughs> okay, our first oracario is a Psychic with 70 HP. It's a basic Pokemon, and it has the ability Vital Dance. When you play it from your hand to the bench, you can search your deck for up to two basic energy, reveal them, and put them into your hand. You shuffle your deck. For a Psychic and a Colorless, it does 30 damage, weakness to Psychic, and Retreat is one.
0: Nice. A Gator. Oh, I'm going to start with this one. Its first ability, its ability is interesting. When you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench, you can search to basically... That's really good. It doesn't do synergy with the fire, Oricorio, which allows wow. you for its attack because it will bring it from your deck to your bench directly, which means it never went to your hand, so you can't activate it. I would have wished they would do a, a synergy because that would be been amazing if I could... Uh, if I could have searched for Oricorio from your deck to your bench, and then you can search energies at the same time, that would have been freaking amazing. Unfortunately, it does do that, doesn't do that. Um, still, its ability is nice. The ability to just search your two basic energies and put it in your hand is nice. Although, there are uh, trainer cards that definitely do that. So, um, I don't see this being that big. So, uh, I don't know about that one. What about you, Gator?
2: Um, it's a professor's letter under item lock. Um, that's pretty much it. It's uh-huh. It's got that potential, but I don't know if I want to take up bench space. Yeah. Eh. Sigma. <laughs> Sigma oh, last
1: word. The, the thing I was thinking for this was probably something like a Mega Gardevoir. Now that it has actual tool removal, it doesn't have to run its frittatas anymore. Mm. If it wanted to switch to this and thin out its deck a little more. Um, Otherwise, there's a Dark Ride Dragonair deck I play online frequently enough to mention it. And that goes and hunts for Dark Energy as the Dragonair lets you just play all the energy in the turn. But that's what I was thinking on it.
0: That's interesting. So what do you grade this uh, Sigma? I'm leaning towards Effective. Gator?
2: Not very Effective.
0: I'm going with not very Effective as well. It does have potential... It could be a little bit more, but we do have one more. Sigma, continue.
1: Okay, another Orcoreo, a psychic, 90 HP basic Pokemon. Its first attack for a colorless is Supernatural Dance. For each Pokemon in your opponent's discard pile, put one damage counter on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like. And its second attack for a colorless revelation dance. Does 30 damage if there is no stadium in play? It does nothing. Weakness is darkness. Resistant, fighting, and retreat one.
2: Gator, you start with. The- uh, you know, if you're playing in a format where Night March is a thing or Vespaquin is a thing, being able to splash this Pokemon in literally any deck because both attacks are colorless, and being able to put damage counters and spread them like that, Vespaquin's looking to put 15 Pokemon in the discard for a current standard deck. So that's 150 damage spread around Pokemon like Vespaquin that only has 90 HP. So you're knocking out at least one Vespaquin and hurting something else that's on the bench. If they have a combi, you're knocking that out too. Um, this card is really good for the splash. I'm not sure it pulls its weight in standard right now, but in expanded, if you really struggle against Night March, this might be your one of tech that just crushes it.
0: I agree with Gator. Now, this has Night March anti March anti-Vespic coin written all over it. It might be a one-off. If you're expecting on the current tournament that you're participating on to have Night March or Vespic then you might want to have one of these because, as Gator said, it's one colorless, so it doesn't really cost you all that much. And it could potentially do a lot of damage for a little. Um, but having 90 HP only means it won't survive long enough to do two Kio's. So you might knock out that intimidating 30 HP Joltik that has been, you know, pounding on you. But then the other 30 HP Joltik will come in and kill it anyway. So, yes, it's 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 it could be a counter, but at the same time, it just might not do enough. It not, might be enough to be able to counter those. Um, Sigma, last word.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to KO a couple Joltik in Expanded, but... I don't see anything for standard for anything it. Anything
0: can KO a Joltik. It's
1: just yeah. 30 HP. <laughs> I mean, it's the ability to KO multiple Joltic in one attack. It's about... oh, oh,
0: that is true. That is something that I didn't take into account. Yeah, that yeah, is that, very true.
1: That's where it gets interesting. Or a Mew in a Joltic, Or a Pumpkaboo in a Joltic, Something like that. But,
0: yeah. that's about it. So, Gator, what do you give this card?
2: Uh, this one, I would give a effective 2.
0: I will give an effective 2. And Sigma... Okay.
2: Yeah, effective.
0: So if you're wondering what do you do against your friend's night march? because it's definitely ruining your day, Oricorio, the 56th one in the set, is the word, It's where you have to go. Now, moving on from a very pretty bird onto a very terrifying sea creature, we have Topapex GX coming in. Uh, Our friend Skron all the way in Japan, might want to listen to this because we're going to just discuss... His favorite Pokemon. Gator, take it away.
2: So Toxapex GX is a psychic type, and it has 210 hit points. And it it's a stage one that evolves from uh, mirroring. For, for one psychic spike cannon, 30 damage times uh, the number of coins flipped. And you're going to flip four coins. You flip four coins, it does 30 times the number of heads. Pretty standard attack. We've seen that before. Hey, flip teeny, we got a place for you. Mm-hmm. Um, second attack, three psychic ultra toxic poison. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now poisoned. Put 10 damage counters instead of one on that Pokemon between turns. And it's GX attack for 3 Psychic, 150 damage. Prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon during your opponent's next turn. It is weak to Psychic, and it has a retreat cost of 3.
0: Sigma, you starting this one. Uh,
2: it's attacks are
1: Really energy intensive is where I start off with it. Doing putting ten damage counters between turns though is nothing to shake at. That and its GX attack is okay.
0: I mean, <laughs> I know I, I agree with you. I, it, it's very energy intensive, and Psychic doesn't have that many opportunities unless you're counting, of course. Um, Lunala GX, which allows you to shift around your energies around, so it does get some help in that way. Um, like you said, poison and then a hundred damage for each turn—that's a lot. That's 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 a lot of damage. And then you can definitely hit for a hundred and fifty damage and then prevent anything. Come to back to top apex. It is. Very good. Being a stage one means that you can get there relatively fast rather than being a stage two. So I definitely see some potential on this. You will never want to use the first attack because you wouldn't. It's just bad. So I see this being definitely something usable. It has potential. Gator, last word.
2: Gator wants to reach out to all of you that mm. uh talked to about this card. That's I know funny. a lot of people out there that really got excited about this because you know 10 damage between turns and poison and everything this card's bad guys. <laughs> um i know that you want to brood the best decks and i have talked to at least i can think of seven people seven individuals i could name right now that i have talked to about this card that have all told me the same thing of how crazy broken this card is mm. and how awesome it's going to be and how they're going to build decks around it And I just want to reach out to all of these people that I know and love and tell you that this card is bad. And do not buy it when the set drops. Wait a couple weeks, wait a month, and it'll be a $2 GX that you go pick up just like Gumshoes is right now. And you'll thank me later. You can play with it. It's a bad card. You can do whatever you like. You're a grown adult. But stay away from Toxic Packs GX.
0: (laughs) Sigma, what (laughs) do you rate this card? Oh, it's not very effective yeah gator sold me to the not i was going for effective no gator totally sold me on not very effective <laughs> gator
2: um this is a pokemon card <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm gonna take that as a not very effective also so i'm sorry scrawn i'm sorry toxa you just didn't make the cut psychic needs more help for you to be able to be good. i mean, and there's it's just not there right now
2: 10 damage counters between turns means you're doing 3 Psychic for 100 damage. Because you cannot guarantee that your opponent's not going to retreat. And I guarantee you, you play this card in front of me, I'm going to retreat. So you pay (laughs) 3 Psychic for 100. That is such an overpriced attack.
0: I agree. I totally agree. Now moving on from one sea creature to one that is from the undead. Now this one is special for me. Not because it's literally any good. I mean, we haven't discussed it yet, but I'm just throwing it out there but because it is my favorite gen 7 pokemon this beauty of a pokemon it's none other than mimikyu the cutest imitation of pikachu ever made it's psychic of course and its hp is 70 it has two attacks first attack filch Draw two cards for one colorless energy, and its second attack copycat for one psychic and one colorless. If you are op- if your opponent uses an attack that isn't a GX attack during their last turn, use it as its use this as its attack. It weakness none, retri- uh, resistance none, retreat one. Sigma, let's start with you. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we were in a format
1: with. Uh, Stadium that lowers your psychic Pokemon's attacks by a colorless. Yeah. Then maybe, but it seems a little intensive to put two energy into an attack that you don't even get to control which attack it is, and you yeah. probably had to have lost a Pokemon to get there. So,
0: yep,
2: completely agree, Gator. Um, I would agree with Sigma, except that we have seen the Mewtwo from Evolution splashed into several decks here. Now, the Mewtwo from Evolution's attack is a double colorless attack, whereas this is a Psychic and a colorless. But I could see this card as a one of tech in something like Mega Mewtwo, where you're playing Psychic anyway. And it is a basic, so it's only giving up one prize. And it would be hitting... It'd be for the Mirror Match, because then you'd be taking out a Mewtwo very Hmm. easily by being able to copy the Mewtwo's attack and smacking it with this one-prize Pokémon. So I see some situational use... Plus, for one colorless, being able to draw two cards is not the worst price for a single colorless.
0: That is true. Um, I also uh, would like to remind you that expanded uh, remind everyone that expanded does have mystery energy. Mystery energy is a special energy that. Um, I'm sorry, that's not where I was going with. It was the stadium. <laughs> the stadium. Yeah. Dimension is... Valley. Dimension Valley. Thank you. Dimension Valley would take out one colorless from each psychic Pokemon's attack, meaning that if you have into expanded dimension Valley in play, that draw two cards is free and that copycat is just one psychic energy. So it does have some use. Um, I do agree with Sigma though, Um, drawing two cards and using an attack for that. There's many in trainers that does that. So it's hard to say, but I also agree with Gator that copycat, is a good in a mirror match against Mewtwo. But being a one trick pony, is really not that great. It doesn't make you a great card. If you can only use this card in against one single deck, the same thing that we were discussing with uh Orikonia, if you only work against Vespiquen and Nightwatch, then you're not good at anything else. It's hard for me to give this and super effective because of that. Uh Sigma, what what's your rating? I'm uh, not
1: very effective for this thing.
0: And Gator?
1: Not very effective.
0: Not very effective as well. I love you, Mimikyu. You're in my heart. You're my favorite Gen 7 Pokemon. But your card just sucks. It has potential, but it has potential against one thing. You can't be a one-trick pony. You have to do be able to be great things. Now, moving on from Ghost onto something weird, interesting, and unknown. But it's still another ghost. Let's talk about Delmice. Sigma, take it away.
1: Okay, so we have Delmice here. It's a psychic Pokemon with 120 HP. It's basic, and it has the ability Steelworker. Your battle Pokemon's attacks do 10 more damage to to the opponent's active Pokemon. For a psychic and a double colorless, it has Anchor Shot. For 70 damage, the defending Pokemon can't retreat next turn, and weakness, darkness, resistant fighting, and retreat is 2.
0: I'm going to go ahead and start with this one. Uh... It's a basic Pokemon. Its ability is interesting. It does give 10 more damage to your Steel-types. But what Steel-type Pokemon right now is doing good? Now, as we know yeah as we know with the loss the bronze sword steel really took a hit bronze Sword it was depending all of its power on one pokemon bronze Sword, its ability to be able to recollect metal energy from the discard pile with that gone metal took a serious hit it is right now limping and this card just doesn't do enough to help it its second attack does 70 damage and it can't retrieve but it's too expensive and it just does 10 to 70 damage Delmice, you're a cool Pokemon. I like anchors, and I like that you're a ghost. I just don't see how you're going to be able to do anything at all. Gator.
2: Um, I like this Pokemon for a couple different reasons. I like him in the Scizor decks, because Scizor tends to have a lot of room in it, and you're hitting 120 with Scizor, but 130 is a really magical number in Pokemon TCG. There true. are several things that just survive uh, with 10 HP. Um, that would be things like Baby Volcanion... Or, um, Evetel that just you, know, you just need that little bitty bit more to make the math right. Um, I believe right now with Solgaleo, it's hitting 210, 220 would be better. Um, so this is a very situational card, and the fact that it's playing the psychic, uh, in it, it does make it harder. But I see what they're trying to do here. Sigma, last word.
1: Uh, I don't think there's I mean, maybe Solgaleo wants it. And I like doing the extra damage, but it doesn't just... I don't think there's the Pokémon that want it right now.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go ahead and give this as not very effective, just because it's just, yes, what Gator says is totally correct. However, there there's ways of improving that damage to Mega Scizor that is not actually having taking space on your bench. It, it's just not enough. It been, if it would have been 20 damage, yes. 10. I know there's some things that improve. Guess that, but not really. Uh, Gator.
2: Uh, not very effective.
0: And uh, Sigma.
2: Not very effective.
0: There we go. Delmice, are a cool Pokemon. I like anchors. And you're a ghost, which is my favorite type. But you just didn't make it. I am so sorry. But... From one ghost anchor onto another guardian that is rising. It is Tapu Lele GX, and our man Gator is going to cover it. Go ahead. Oh, Pokemon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pokemon. <laughs> All right, so for those of you living under a rock, Tapu Lele GX is a psychic type with 170 hit points. It is a basic, it has the ability called Wonder Tag. When you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may search your deck for a supporter card, reveal it, put it in your hand, shuffle your deck. Oh, that sounds so sexy. That would be a Jirachi that we know from Expanded.
0: Yeah, Super
2: powerful cards, (laughs) like still $20 a piece. Guiding Star Jirachi. 90 HP and EX, and it's really bad otherwise, but still played in most every deck. But let's go ahead and combine it with another staple, shall we? Yeah, For two do double that. colorless energy a drive. This attack does twenty damage times the amount of energy attached to both active Pokemon. So if you've ever heard of Lugia with an arrow ball or mm-hmm. the Mega Mewtwo from Expanded, two double colorless, twenty times the amount of damage. But wait, there's more. For one psychic, well, the GX Before you go attack... with that,
0: there's an important caveat I don't think you mentioned. This attack isn't affected by weakness and resistance.
2: That's true. So there is that. So that, that is that a There is a ba-
0: drawback. That would be not to not Aerobald, Lugia because Lugia is... will be the same thing since it's colorless. It doesn't take advantage of any weakness. Uh, but it does different from
2: Mega Mewtwo. It is different from Mega Mewtwo, but Lugia is super powerful and throws up in a lot of decks. So yeah, it's just let's combine two of the most strong Pokemon, then give it a GX attack where for one Psychic, heal all damage from two of your bench Pokemon. Oh God. And this Pokemon also has no weakness, no resistance, and only one retreat cost. One retreat Um...
0: cost? Oh, Sigma, you start with Uh... this one. (laughs) (laughs) You start. Our Sigma. Oh,
1: Oh, this thing's just kind of amazing. (laughs) 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 I mean... I don't think it's too big of a stretch to call it the best card in the set.
2: I think the prices online would agree with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does
1: exactly what you want and it doesn't even have a weakness, so... <laughs>
0: it's pretty incredible. It's it's hard to put in words how good this card is. Uh yeah, I mean,
1: getting a supporter is an amazing thing. <laughs> but being able to attack for the double colorless, that's an attack you're running on your Lugias anyway, so there's not much reason to run Lugia after this card gets in there. So, yep. And the healing is just there. You probably... You're most likely running this in a deck that's not even going to run the GX deck because you're not running psychic energy. But that doesn't matter because the rest of the card is amazing as is.
0: I agree I mean it's ability it's a known known source we all played guiding star Jirashi it is that good of a card it was good back then when it was useless on your bench after you played it because you play it you search uh, for a supporter and then literally it was useless after that it was just more it was a price bait one Lysander or anything that dealt enough damage on the bench and it will give your opponent two prizes However, this Tapu Lele not only does have the same ability, it has a good attack. Dealing energy uh, 20 for each energy attached to both active Pokemons, costing only two colorless, is amazing. And on top of that, for one sidekick, it has a heal, a max heal, a full heal, on two of your bench Pokemon. (laughs) It is too good to be through, and then... Just like the cherry on top of the sundae makes it just perfect. The fact that it has no weaknesses and every retreat cost of one. What, give me a reason why wouldn't you play this card. It is incredible.
2: Get her. All right. These guys are going to have to make me be the party pooper. Oh. All right. Here. Listen up, guys. Do not buy this card while the hype is real. That is true. That is true. There that is... True. is going to be this is not the new shaman shaman specifically was good because it is draw support without having to play a supporter Mm -hmm. this is the ability to pull out a supporter to play and you can only play one supporter per turn in most decks this is going to be a one or two of um there's just no reason to take up the bench face for it if it's not your main attacking force that's not to say there's not some decks that aren't going to run for but for the most part, it is going to probably be a two of. Um, so there's no real big rush to go spend the hundred something dollars for the rainbow rare for it just yet. I would say this card's probably going to settle anywhere between 30 and 35 apiece. Um, I would not be surprised if it went lower than that. But please temper the hype. It is a good card. There is no denying that. But start with one or two unless you have a list that you desperately need the four of for. um, This should not be a card that keeps people from playing like Shaman is. I mean, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. But just try to tamper your expectations with Tapu Lele. It is not a Shaman replacement by any means.
0: Oh, no. It it doesn't do the same job as Shaman, so yeah. Uh, Sigma, what do you give this card? Uh, Super effective. I give it a super effective two. And get her.
2: Uh, this is four times effective. I'm coming yeah. with a new rating. This is double weakness. <laughs> yeah, this is... It is attacking into something with, like, four times a weakness. Yeah, this is it a, is that great.
0: Uh, it could have
1: dry skin, games. too, and have just eight times eight. Of...
2: Yeah, Wait. it's got dry skin. <laughs> yes, get I would skin. agree. This. Yeah, go ahead, Gitter. Since the show, since the TCG cast has started and we's, we've reviewed what everything from Fates Collide On, right? Yep. Um, there's not been a better card than this. Yeah, And this Fates is definitely collide on. a
0: game-changer. This is definitely something that will run expensive, but the difference between this and Shaming as Gator much eloquently explained, is the fact that it is not draw support. Draw support is, it has a special place in the TCG. This is not draw support, which means most decks will not play three or four of these. They will play one or two. Still... Everyone might want to play one or two because it's that good of a card. So, guys, I would suggest you go online and buy these or buy the uh, the boosters and get two of these at the very least because it is something that is going to see a lot of play. Now, moving on from a guardian onto the moon. And this moon is Lunala. Not the GX one. We've discussed that one in the past. This is the regular Lunala. It's psychic. It has HP of 160, which is uh, pretty hefty, although it's a stage two. And it has two attacks. Its first attack, shatter shot for one psychic. 40 times damage. This attack does 40 times 40 damage times the amount of psychic energies attached to this Pokemon. Now its second attack, Winds of the Moon, with an E at the end, because why are we spelling Moon differently? I don't know. It has three psychics. 130 damage move all energies from this pokemon to your bench pokemon in any way you like its weakness is darkness its resistance is fighting and
2: its retreat cost is two gator take it away so i like this paired with the other lunala and that's a good thing because you need the cosmog and cosmo anyway yeah 40 times the number of psychic energy attached to that pokemon is no joke mm-hmm. and i do not see a problem with splashing it anywhere you're gonna play the other lunala um, the problem being the other Lunala is still not that great on its own. Um, there's yet to be a deck that's really taking advantage of it. I've seen some things with Espion and Lunala, but uh, it's not my favorite thing in the world. And then being able... Uh, doing 130, um, and you'd think that, oh, no, you're going to remove all your energy. Well, again, if you're playing it with the other Lunala, that's not going to be a problem because you can move yeah. that energy around any way you like. Um, weakness to Dark... Is not very good right now. No, uh, it's not.
0: <laughs> so,
2: um, I don't know about that. And 160 HP, you're very you're in the danger zone on that. Um, but otherwise, I kind of like it. It's kind of cool. It's got great art.
0: Hmm.
2: Sigma. Now, does anyone know if this is the
1: intro deck Pokemon?
2: What do you mean? I don't I think, think so because so, I pulled it. I think. No, you. I, I know, it but I think pack, it's still so. in
1: the intro decks. Oh, okay. I understand that, but I think it's on the cover of the intro decks for this. And if that's true, then I actually kind of like it in those. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to find evidence for that. So until then, it's just kind of a, a Pokemon that exists. It's a stage two, and I would agree that in a deck with Lugin, I think you need a Lunala GX to make this reasonable in a
0: yeah
1: standard deck.
0: I agree with you Sigma and Gator. Um, It's stage 2, and it's a stage 2 being Psychic, which again, let me remind you guys, Psychic has no, like Lightning, has no evolutionary help, which means you do need those 3 stages, 3 turns to be able to evolve it, and that is a huge problem, Uh, but, but, it's first attack for 1 Psychic, 40 for each energy, you have 3 energies on it, that means that you're already doing uh, 120 damage, and you can go up from that, and like Gator said, you can combine it with Lulana GX, which means that you can put as many energies that you have on it. It is good, but it's very situational. Um, and Weakness to Darkness is bad right now, because Darkness is on the rise, and thanks to Ivalta and other decks, so it's difficult to have a place for it. Also, being that Lulana and Lunana GX share the same basic and stage one Pokemon, meaning that you really have to limit the amount of each that you can have on your deck. You can have four of each because you only have four of each of the stage one and basics. So it's 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 very situational. So I don't know. Uh, Sigma. Do I'm, not, this game?
1: I'm not very effective on it.
0: Gator?
2: Um, for what it is effective...
0: I'm gonna go with not very effective because again, it just falls into that one-trick pony. If you're playing Lunana GX, then you might want to use this, but otherwise, what's you know what's the reason to play it? Uh, so we have two not very effective and one effective for Lunala. But we're gonna move on from Psychic to Fighting, and Fighting has an interesting card, and it's an interesting stage two no less, and that is machoke gator stage One. Oh, stage one, stage? stage one one
2: sorry <laughs> take it away okay so machoke um i actually you know what let's throw it to sigma i think he's got something uh yeah let's do that okay so here we have machoke
1: it's a fighting type with 100 hp it's a stage one that evolves from a chop its ability is daunting pose prevent all damage done to your benched pokemon by your opponent's attacks your opponent's attacks and abilities can't put damage counters on your bench Pokemon. For two Fighting Energy, it has Cross Trap, which does thirty damage. You can flip a coin, and if it heads, you do an extra thirty damage. Speak weakness is Psychic. Its retreat is
0: three. Let me go ahead and ta- uh, and start with that one. Now we discussed this when it was revealed first uh, on a few episodes back. Uh, that its ability is very interesting. Now we've had Mister Mime in the past with Barrier, which protected your uh, bench from. Damage. Now, there's a big difference in the TCG between damage and placing damage counters. One is not like the other, even though they two at the end do the same thing. That's what prevented Mister Mime from being able to protect you from Golbat uh, and Crobat. Now, this little guy, or should I say, this Bodybuilder big guy, prevents you from everything. This means that once Machoke is in play. Your opponent, if they're playing Crowbat and Golbat in Expanded, because Crobat is in Expanded, not in in Standard, even though Golbat is in Standard, because, you know, nobody understands what uh, t- the Pokemon Company International in the U.S. is doing, it protects you from that damage. You cannot place damage counters on it. And that's a very, very big up for this card. Being able to prevent you from taking any damage is very, very good. Now, you will never want to attack with it, and the fact that it has three retreat costs is very hard because it's susceptible to Lysander, which means if it's out there, you're really going to have a hard time getting rid of it or getting it off the uh, the active position, but it's still, its ability is really good. Uh, Gator.
2: Okay. Crobat's nice. Crobat's the past. Decidueye GX. Oh, By yeah. By far... The best starter for the TCG. Um, Maybe not the VGC, but TCG. Um, (laughs) So you're now forcing your opponent who is playing Decidueye to only attack your active. Which is huge because they are using those Decidueyes to spread the damage counters and to hurt you on the bench, taking out shamans, taking out damaged Pokemon. So the fact that this Machoke exists and that there is a way to shut down the Decidueye damage output is very significant. Because a lot of the times, the Decidueye decks are very underpowered when it comes to attacking. They rely on the extra damage that gets spread by that ability. So this could be a game-changer. Not to mention, we saw that we have a Machamp GX coming out in the next set. So this Machoke pulls double duty, and it fulfills that requirement we talked about before. With having evolution-based Pokémon having some kind of ability to make them worth playing when you do evolve them. And this Machoke, I think, is a great place to start with that. Yep. Sigma, last word.
1: It seems like a lot of work outside of a fighting deck to try to work with, and they can still snipe your active Pokemon. So that's a little awkward. But maybe with Machoke GX, or Machamp GX, it could do something. Mm -hmm. But being a stage one seems like a lot of work for any deck that isn't already a fighting type deck.
0: Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and give this card a super effective gator.
2: I'd say it's an effective.
0: And Sigma. Effective. Okay, we got one super effective and two effective for Machoke. Notice we're not even talking about Machamp because Machoke is where it's at. Now, moving on from the strong man onto the tree... Maybe we Man. not sure. It's Pseudo Wudo. Pseudo Wudo is very weird Pokemon. Let's go ahead with the card. Let's go ahead and see if the card
2: is as weird. Gator, take it away. All right. So Pseudo Wudo, my favorite uh, faux tree Pokemon. It is a fighting <laughs> with a hundred hit points and it is a basic. It has the ability called Roadblock. Your opponent can't have more than four benched Pokemon. If they have five or more benched Pokemon. They discard bench Pokemon until they have four Pokemon on the bench. If more than one effect changes the number of bench Pokemon allowed, i.e., Skyfield, use the smaller number. It also has an attack that nobody cares about for a fighting colorless that does 40 <laughs> damage. It's weak to water and it has a retreat cost of two.
0: Sigma, you start on this one.
1: I want to run this in a deck where I'm playing Skyfield just to
2: mess with my opponent.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> make him confused. It's like, I get to have eight, you get to have four, this seems fair, and you can't feel the way this, the fact that you only have four, so (laughs) it seems like a good time. And even in a deck that's not playing Skyfield, I think the ability to have this is nice, especially that means that you don't have to focus on Parallel City as much, and Mm -hmm. it's a lot harder to remove a Pokemon than it is to remove a Stadium in most cases, so it seems interesting
0: it is and uh, this cards like this make me so happy that the TCG doesn't count for baby pokemon because <laughs> making this a basic pokemon is what it's at the fact that you can just drop it on your deck uh, on your uh, bench and it automatically limits your opponent to four bench pokemon is amazing and awesome you can play this on any deck you don't want to attack with it you don't care it's fighting you only care that you're limiting your opponent to just four bench pokemon And if you, like Sigma said, if you have a uh, Sky Fuel on play, you can play seven. Your opponent still needs to play four. It's amazing. It's a great, great card. Gator, last word.
2: All right, so this is a must-have tech for the Rayquaza mirror match. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. This would be gross. This is a must-have tech for the Mega Gardevoir mirror match. Yep. Um you are doing gross things to your opponent's Pokemon, and they don't have an answer for it. Um, this is a cute little Pokemon that you can tech in anywhere, but especially if you're afraid, like Sigma said, of you know running the Parallel City because it gets removed so easily, and then you're also dealing with the effects of Parallel City on your end because then you could also have to deal with, if you're playing a fighter, water, or grass deck, having to take do less damage, Pseudo Wudo is your answer.
0: Yep. Awesome. Sigma, what do you give this card? Super effective. Super effective for me too, Gator.
2: Super effective.
0: Here we go, guys. Go get this card. It's good. And it's going to see a lot of play, and it's just great, great tech. Now, from the weird wood, or tree, Pokemon, we am going to move on to something a lot more mystical. Something in the likes of when there's a full moon, it will definitely come and eat your face. And we're talking about Lycanroc GX. And Lycanroc GX is interesting. Not to mention my other favorite um, Pokemon from Gen 7. Let's go ahead and see if the card is any good. It's fighting. It has an HP of 200. It's a stage 1 that evolves from Rockruff, of course. Its ability, Bloodthirsty Eyes. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon, you may switch one of your opponent's Pokemon, bench Pokemon to their active Pokemon. Basically, Lysander. Its, second attack, its first attack, one fighting, two colorless, Claw Slash, 110 damage. And then, of course, its GX attack, Dangerous Rogue GX, for one fighting, one colorless, does 50 damage, times the, uh, the number of op- of your opponent's bench Pokemon. It has a weakness to grass and a retreat cost of 2. Gator, you start with this one. Go
2: ahead. So, this is the better Rock. Also, we got the Rockruff in this set, so you're no longer relying on the promo Rockruff uh, to be able to play the Rock GX that came out as a promo. So, that's also nice to, nice to mention. Um, Lysander looks like it might be rotating, guys. If, unless something changes, it is in a very early set in this block, and it would definitely be on the chopping block if Trends held. So, that ability to pull up a Pokemon and punch it in the face is you know how i don't have to tell you how important that is mm-hmm. so being able to do that and then punch him in the face for a fighting and double colorless 110 that's uh if it wasn't a fighting pokemon that would be a shaman killer however it is but you're probably running a choice band so shit it doesn't matter anyway you kill shaman with it then with the fighting and colorless doing 50 times the number of your opponent's bench pokemon that's crazy if they have a full bench like Darkrai. Uh, night night. Although this Pokemon <laughs> doesn't really care about Darkrai anyway, because Darkrai is weak to fighting, and that 220 damage from Claw Slash would be gross. Um, I am definitely this is a deck I am going to play.
0: Mm-hmm. Sigma.
2: I am not sure if I like this Lycanroc more than the other
1: Lycanroc, just mm-hmm. because I like the energy discard on it. Mm-hmm. But I do agree that this is an ability that you definitely want to have if you're playing Rockruffs. So even if I do like the other Rock better, this is still useful to have around. And I think the GX attack on this is better as well in that it's probably going to get a KO. Yeah. And that's kind of what I want from a GX attack that isn't a support. So Yes,
0: I totally agree. Now, I'm going to... Um, so let's go back in time. In the video game industry, there was one point where you all know Maiden, Momadin, the football game, is very... A very popular game. Many people buy this game, right? Um, and suddenly, EA managed to gate the sole contract to making exclusive maiden games. The only maiden games that are made are made by EA. No one else can make football games except EA, which means they just locked on to a very heavy profit. Why am I talking about football and Madden when regarding Rock? Because it's the same effect if Lysander gets rotated out and fighting has the exclusivity on being able to do the same thing as Lysander. The fact that Blood Thirty Eyes could bring it could, it's a Lysander in a Pokemon and you can use it on a fighting type is a huge, huge advantage on fighting. What makes you want to play fighting just because of that. And the damage, as Gator very goodly explained, is not that bad. It's including In a a sense that we still have fight uh, strong energy in the format, which means that one fighting energy and two colorless energy, one, I'm sorry, one strong energy and two colorless will give you 130 damage, which means it could knock out a shaming even regarding the resistance. And, like Sigma said, the Dangerous Rogue GX, 50 damage times the number of Pokemon on your opponent's bench? Yeah, you're pretty much guaranteed to knock out everything. Unless, and if you're not because your opponent is willingly holding basic uh, Pokemon on his hand so you don't deal more damage... You're still winning it's a win-win scenario either he plays the cards he needs and you're gonna do more damage or he doesn't play the cards he needs because he doesn't want you to do more damage you're still winning it's a it's definitely a win-win scenario i really like lycan rock a lot so gator what do you give this card
2: i give it a super effective
0: sigma i can give it a super effective i also can give it a super effective lycan rock gx love you bro you're awesome good card Now, moving on to the last fighting that we're going to discuss, a little Meteor, little little Pokemon from Gen 7, Minior. Let's go ahead and take care of that, R-Sigma. Okay, we have Minior here. It's a fighting
1: type with 70 HP. It's a basic Pokemon. Its first attack for a single colorless is Swift. It does 20 damage, and this attack is not affected by weakness, resistance, or any other effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. And for three fighting energy, it has Cosmic Explosion, which does 190 damage, but it also knocks out this Pokemon. Its weakness is lightning, its resistance is fighting, and its retreat is one.
0: Okay, let's go ahead and I start with this one. It's not good. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I mean, 70 HP, it's just an easy target, especially weakness to lightning, which is kind of interesting. I mean... It's a flying type. Sibres- yeah, Sabreska is common right now. Um, I can never pronounce Sabreska's name correctly. So
2: Zep Striker.
0: Thank you, striker. Um <laughs> <laughs> Its first attack is nothing. You never want to use it. It's just pure garbage. Its second attack might look interesting, but you're knocking out your own Pokemon to do a 180, 190. I mean, why? There's Pokemon that do 190 damage without being knocked out. You're just giving away one prize energy to your opponent. Why are you doing this? Makes no sense. I don't like it, Gator.
2: I'll tell you why it makes sense for the memes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you have to do things for the memes, Jushiro. And I'll tell you what: doing 190 damage for three fighting. All right, let's 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 change things up a little bit. Let's do three strong energy, okay? Let's, let's pile that damage up anymore. This Pokemon might be knocked out. But you're taking everything else with it. There's not (laughs) been an attack like this in my recollection that is just so crazy. Like this attack is crazy. Like if you can find, if you combine this with, like, say Carbink Break, where you can routinely power stuff up on the bench, four of these against a GX, you've you've taken they you've lost four prizes, but you've killed four of their Pokemon. You're already won because it only takes three of their Pokemon knocked out to win. Minior is going to be a Somebody is going to make a stupid deck with this just like they did with – um. oh, what's his face? Uh, Snorlax? No, not Snorlax. Uh, Typhlosion. Oh, oh, yeah. In the realms of Typhlosion, somebody is going to make a stupid deck with Minior, and I'm going to tell you who that person is. It's going to be me. I'm going to make something <laughs> dumb with this Minior deck and carving break, and it's going to be great. <laughs> Sigma.
1: I think there's going to be some cool promos that – are promos that look cool for this card because there's so many colors of minuar but i it's a lot of work. And the further we get into a GMA- GX format, the worse Carbon gets. And that's my fear for that kind of idea.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give this card a not very effective gator. Super effective.
1: <laughs>
0: Just because effective. of
2: the trolling possibilities. Like, okay... Like there's no way this Pokemon just doesn't knock out everything. It needs five. It needs three fighting. Sure, but like that's not the point. The point is pure chaos. <laughs> and Sigma, not very effective.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's great. Moving on from a meteorite, going down over the dark side of the Pokemon TCG, we have Sableye Gator. Talk about Sableye.
2: So, we want to talk about trolling, right? Stable <laughs> 60 hit points in a basic Pokemon. Alright, you guys are with me so far. Mm-hmm. one darkness limitation, your opponent can't play any supporter cards from their hand during their next turn. Oh. Got another attack you guys don't care about. No weakness, <laughs> no resistance, and a retreat of one.
0: Ooh, Sigma, <laughs> you start on this one.
1: Well, yeah, playing no supporters is really annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's about where it is i mean i'm assuming you're trying to lock them out with other things as well say the like, delinquent maybe or and mm-hmm. maybe you're doing something else with abilities to deal damage to them just fill mm-hmm. them out but i'm sure there are people who are really looking forward to playing with this card yeah i
0: have to agree it's ability to block supporters even if you're not dealing damage is very powerful um you're really crippling your opponent if they are not able to play the supporters because supporters are the strongest trainer cards there is and they want to play those supporters because they need them and you're just blocking them from that you know privilege same thing as uh, when uh, Seismito EX was able to block item cards with um, its Quaking Punch. It did deal some damage, which was good. But even though th- what you really wanted was that effect of them not playing any item cards, this is the same thing, but with a supporter. It's really good um, for a stall deck for you to be able, or for you to be able to put something out that will slow your opponent down while you get set up and you get all the things you need. This is actually quite nice. For one dark energy? Not bad at all. Gator, last word.
2: So you're kind of those people that doesn't like to let your opponent play the game Pokemon. (laughs) I've got a card for you. (laughs) This is called Sableye. Now, every Sableye has something trolly about it. The last Sableye we got had it to where you could play one of your opponent's supporter cards as its attack. Yes, Um, Anything in their discard you could use as the effect of that Pokemon's attack. Um... I love this card so much. You guys know I'm a big fan of control decks yep. and trolling, and I play quad, my, quad Lapras is my main deck right now. That's just the kind of man I am. And you combine this with something like Vile Plume. You start running the Rainbow Energies because you're doing that already because you're running a Jolteon to help with your Dark Cry matchup. You splash this in there. Next thing you know, they're item locked, they're supporter locked, if you have ways of energy denial with Team Flare Grunt, they're energy locked and they're draw passing. And they don't get to play Pokemon. And we all know that's the best way to win is for your <laughs> opponent not to play.
0: Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a super effective Sigma. I will give it an effective. And Gator.
2: Super effective.
0: There we go. Sableye, good old boy. Welcome back. And you are so good. Absol the next one get her to get away
2: all right so we got old absol here but i think i'm gonna go ahead um and tell you guys right now we have an absol like this already so this yeah. should sound very familiar as a hit point of 100 and it's a basic pokemon for a darkness you got future sight look at the top four cards of your e player's deck and put them back in any order that's pretty good for a dark and a colorless doom news put all energy attached to this pokemon in your hand At the end of your opponent's next turn, the defending Pokemon will be knocked out. Weak to fighting, resistant to psychic, a retreat cost of one.
0: There we go. I'm going to go ahead and start with this one. This is very interesting, and like Gator said, we've seen this before. Looking at the top four cards of either player's deck, put them back in any order. This is very, very interesting and powerful uh it's second attack and you put all energy attached to this Pokemon into your hand at the end of your opponent's next turn the defending Pokemon will be knocked out. It is actually very interesting as well. Now as a main attacker it doesn't work, of course. As a tech card it could work as well. I know um right now the direction Dark is going is hitting hard with Velta. Um so I don't know if it has a place at the moment at in dark cards, uh dark uh dark decks where it, you can take your time to use a turn to use the first, the first attack feature site. Um, I don't know if it creates that synergy with the current status of Dark Taps. Um, Sigma, what do you think?
1: I want to use this card to abuse my opponent's deck. Okay. And maybe if I'm lucky and they can have two dead draws in a row, maybe I can get that second attack off with it.
2: And okay. that's where I'm thinking with this guy. Okay, Gator. Um, this card super situational. From a judge's perspective, and just so you guys know the ruling on it, the defending Pokemon is whatever Pokemon got hit with the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, if that Pokemon's retreated and hits the bench, the new Pokemon does not da- get knocked out. If you evolve that Pokemon and it's no longer the same Pokemon, that effect's also removed. Um, if you play Pokemon Ranger, the effect is removed. Um, there's several different things that would protect you from this, and it is not as strong as you think. Um, a lot of people would tend to be like, oh man, that's so broken. It is not broken. We have seen this attack before. The Doom Desire, I believe, was the last time we saw it, um, where you could knock out your opponent's Pokemon for free. But this one's not even free, really, because you're getting rid of all the energy... Uh, I'm a little tricksy on it. Like, I think you could probably do something with it, but it is not strictly better than anything else we have right now.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. I'm going to go ahead and give it a not very effective. Yes, its first attack is really nice, but you're still using a turn to mess with your opponent's deck. That could be nice, but what's the end game here? Again, I don't think Dark right now being hyper-offensive has time to be control. Um, It really just needs to be hyper-offensive. So, in the future, if a control-type dark deck appears, this might be good. But as it is, Evolta just want to do a lot of damage in the shortest amount of time. I see to say not very effective. Sigma? Um,
1: I would like to think that it could do something maybe in the future. So, but I think I'm going to go with you guys with not very effective for now.
2: And Gator. Not very effective.
0: So, there we go. So, uh, I'm so, so sorry. Um... You always do seem to get the short end of the stick and we're gonna move on to from dark types onto another mysterious type the metal one and metal has a big four-legged Pokemon that is right now being evaluated at the VGC or at uh, Smogon B2B, maybe a little bit too powerful that is the mega version of course we're gonna talk of the non-mega version here with Metagross GX. Metagross GX is a metal Pokemon for an HP of 250, which is pretty nice. It's a state 2, of course. Its ability, Geotech System. Once during your turn, before you attack, you may attach either a Psychic or Metal Energy from your discard pile to your active Pokemon. Basically, an improved version of Bronzor's ability. Its second, Its first attack, Giga Hammer. Two metal, one colorless, 150 damage. This Pokemon can't use Giga Hammer during your next turn. And it's GX attack for one colorless energy. Search your deck for up to five cards and put them into your hand. Then shuffle your deck. And it's weak to fire. And retreat cost of three. Get her. Take it away.
2: Okay. So Metagross was not the answer everyone's looking for to make metal great again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just don't think it is. I'm holding the Metagross right now in my hand. This is the second one I've pulled. That first ability, being able to attach a Psychic or Steel energy card from your discard pile to your active synergizes really well with both uh, Solgaleo and Ludala, so I'm not surprised if they're trying to make that work together. Um, But not being able to use Giga Hammer during your next turn for two uh, Metal and a Colorless, like, alright, this is a stage two. Lapras can't attack with 160 its next turn for it's it's the same amount of it's the same cost and lapras can't even do it and that's a stage one and it's just why are you doing this pokemon like why are you trying to make steel just not great anymore and searching your deck for five cards and putting them into your hand if you do that to me i'm gonna end you like that's the plan (laughs)
0: Mm mm-hmm
2: it's the same with Drampa, but at least Drampa gets you a ton of cards. Yeah. So I'm not really high on our little Metagross, buddy. 250 HP is impressive, though. I'll give him that.
0: Mm-hmm. Sigma.
2: It's not
1: doing what I want for a stage two. The ability seems like it, well, it has been something on stage once before, and I think that's where it should go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the attack, as Gator said, is just kind of meh and the gx attack is even more meh so
0: mm-hmm.
1: not high on this one
0: i agree with both of you i mean the attack may seem like it's that good but it's attached to a stage two pokemon on a type that doesn't have any evolutionary help you consider the fact that you can't really attack that well with it either and it's gx attack yeah you're searching for five cards but you're going to get end most likely, like Gator says. It's, you're going to lose that. It's not like so Galeo, which search for five energies and put them on your Pokemon. It's done. Your opponent can't do anything about that. Your opponent here can actually do something about this. So uh, I'm sorry, guys, if you were hoping Metacross to be Metacross CX would be good, uh, we may have bad news for you guys. Gator, what's your rating?
2: Not very effective.
0: Sigma. Not very effective. Not uh, Very effective here. Sorry, Metagross, you're cool, you're awesome, uh, but you're banned from our decks. Just as, but like not most the likely. worst GX in this set. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Metagross GX, you're banned from our decks. Just like soon, you'll be banned from uh, overused tier in Smogon. <laughs> Moving on to our next Pokemon. Sticking with metal, we're gonna go with Solgaleo. Go ahead and take it away, Sigma. Okay, we have Solgaleo here. It's a metal
1: Pokemon with 160 HP. It's a stage 2 that evolves from Cosmoem. For a metal and a colorless, it has Shining Arrow, which does 50 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon, and you you don't apply weakness and resistance to their benched Pokemon. For two metal and a colorless, you have Fangs of the Sun. It does 170 damage, and you can't use that attack next turn. Its Weakness is Fire, its Resistance is Psychic, and its Retreat is 3. And by the way, it is in the theme decks for this set. So yep. there is that to consider.
0: Gator, take it away.
2: All right, so I'm sitting here looking at this card, and I'm sitting here thinking, all right, so we looked at Lunala earlier, and that's the, really the thing you have to compare it to. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is the new, it's balls from from Cosmoem, Again, a metal and a colorless to do 50 damage isn't too expensive, especially when it's anywhere on the board. Uh, and doing 170 damage for two metal and a colorless is pretty great. But being weak to fire is mm-hmm. not a very good place to be right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And you're only going to have to take 80 damage from a, a baby volcano, and that is not a hard number for them to hit to get this thing knocked out. And being a stage two, that's a lot of work to get that up and just to have it smashed super easily. Um Lunala definitely synergized better with its counterpart and this one just does not hold up for me.
0: I have to agree with you. It's just it it's it it's suffers from the fact that right now the meta is not in favor of it. Fire with Volcanion is a thing to be worried about, and being that it evolves from the same stage one as Lunala, you it there's choices you have to make, and right now there are better choices than this card. It just doesn't do enough. Doing 170 damage might seem like a good thing, but being not able to do it on the next turn does not. Um, I just can't see this being played at all. Sigma, last word.
1: I'd rather have another Soul Galeo GX in my deck than this.
0: Yeah.
1: If I, I were running Soul Galeos.
0: <laughs> yep. So can we all agree that it's not very effective? Not yeah. very effective.
2: Right, not very effective. Let's move on
0: to the next one. Now, moving on from metal onto fairy. Let's go ahead and start with none other than. Our own whimsicott, not the fluffiest, but still a whimsicott. Gator, take it away.
2: Alright, I'd like to point out I specifically when we were curating this list, this was put on here for you fluffiest that does not even listen to our podcast. Alright. <laughs> she is our, our loving mascot. She is the mother that never loved us. She is the sister that shunned us and our attention and like to boop <laughs> us on the head, but we still coming back for more attention. Whimsicott. ADHP stage one evolves from Cotney. The first attack for a colorless, the wages of fluff. If this depending if the defending Pokemon is knocked out during your next turn, take two more prize cards. And for one fairy, fairy win thirty damage, weak to metal, resistance to dark, zero retreat cost, which is not insignificant. Um Yeah. This is this was for the memes, really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and start with this one. Winsicott, you have 80 HP for a stage one. That's pretty low, man. Pretty low. It's first attack. Yeah, wages of fluff. If the defending Pokemon is knocked out, then you're trying to take two more prizes. That means if you knocked out a GX or EX, it's four prizes. But like Gator said, explaining his uh, with his judging abilities, defending Pokemon means that if your opponent switches, it's no longer valid. Its second attack doesn't really worth anything. Um... It cost of zero is nice, but why would you play it to be able to retrieve it later? It just doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, <laughs> Fluffy. I wish this Whimsicott was better. I just don't see it. Sigma.
1: I mean, that first attack is really cute, but I don't want to be using it. Yeah. It seems a little strenuous on your uh, resources there to have enough cards to be able to get this Whimsicott out.
0: Yeah. So totally the soul gator last word
2: um i could see doing something cute with this card and i think i am i'm gonna make (laughs) some sort of deck with this and like articuno uh because uh that attack is colorless so i could do something with this articuno and maybe that uh slow king that does like the walk off homer yeah um And then Greedy Dice. I'm going to make something like that, where it's just like, let's abuse the prize card system as much as possible. But that doesn't mean it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I'm going to go ahead and get this not very effective, Sigma.
2: Not very effective. And Gator. Not very effective.
0: I'm so sorry. Uh, When's it cut? Uh, Maybe next time. Let's move on to another fairy. We got... One of my favorites because it's an evolution and you all guys know my evolutions are my evolutions and they're my favorites. Now this little baby sexy doll is Sylveon GX. It's another fairy for a 200 HP on it for stage one. It's first attack, Magical Ribbon for one fairy. Search your deck for up to three cards and put them on your hand. Shuffle your deck afterwards. Pretty awesome. Now it's second attack, Fairy Wind. 210 damage. For one fairy, two colorless, that's um, a little low for three energies, but still workable. And it's GX attack for the same amount of energies, Prior GX. Pick two of your opponent's bench Pokemon, your opponent returns those Pokemon, and all cards attached to them to his or her hand. Weakness to metal, resistance to dark, retreat cost of two. Sigma, give me your two cents.
1: Okay, well, the first attack is interesting, even if you get end. Oh, well, it was you evolved it this turn anyway. You're running an Energy Evolution EV. Who cares? 110 damage isn't great, but isn't too bad. And I like the GX attack. It seems really annoying for certain opponents that... <laughs> <laughs> yes. ...are way too set up on their bench. But I'm not sure if I like it over the other Evolution GXs right now. Yeah. It's where I stand on that.
2: Yeah. So, Gator. All right. I love this card. First off, with the Eevee being able to evolve right up into it on the first turn with the Fairy Energy attachment, it's essentially a basic Pokemon. Yeah. The very fact that you attach that Fairy Energy and have an attack that's one Fairy Energy, searching your deck for three cards and putting them into your hand, shuffle your deck afterwards. Like I said, I main Lapras right now. Quad Lapras. Collect is such a great attack. Being able to look out for three new cards in your hand every turn, that refreshing is great. Even if they end you, it doesn't matter because you're just getting... If they end you, you got new cards anyway. So -hmm. collect is wonderful. I can only imagine being able to pick the three cards that I get in every turn would be (laughs) even better. So that's great. Then it's not that expensive to have a fairy and a double colorless. So, one fairy and a double coalesce, I'm doing 110. So, when I'm not controlling my opponent with hammers or Team Flare grunts or Team Skull grunts, I'm punching him in the face really hard. And unlike Lapras, I can do it every turn without feeling like I'm going to die. And then that ability to put opponent's bench Pokemon into their hand, they spend all game and all of their max elixirs setting up their Dark Rise. They try to do everything they can to attach all their energy, and you just go, eh, no. How many times have you had a benched attacker just come in and wreck your face? Yep, This is massive. The fact that there's not a lot of metal running around, and the fact that it resists dark on top of that, I love this card. I am making a deck with Sylveon GX.
0: I agree with both of you. Um, all the points that the Gator said really just, it's, it's where it's at. Um, It is worth noting that you might be asking, you guys are being pretty hypocritical because Metacross EX allows you to get five energies and you were saying that that's still bad because of the N. Well, yeah, but Metacross does that using it's only, your only available GX attack. Sylveon can do it every turn. And that's a big difference, and that's why it's good on Sylveon and bad on Metagross GX. Because Sylvian is able to repeat it constantly, whilst you're using your only GS card to get five five cards for your deck, which then you're susceptible to just being end on the next turn, and just it was your whole turn was for naught. for nothing. Um, everything was said. This card is really good. I really like it. It has a lot of potential. Being able to pick two bench Pokemon for your opponent and put them back into a hand, that is annoying as hell, especially in a format where we're heading, where you need to evolve your GXs. If you need, they need to replay them again, that's just going to be hell for them. So I, I just love it. Sigma, what's your score on this one?
1: I'll go super effective. It's my favorite evolution.
0: Yep,
2: Gator? Super duper effective.
0: Super effective as well for me. So Sylveon, baby, you are awesome. Thank you for joining us and being an awesome evolution Moving on to a f- last fairy we're going to discuss. This little fairy, it's adorable, it's cute, but let's see if it's any good. Sigma, take it away.
1: Okay, so we have Comfe here. It's a fairy with 70 HP. It's a basic Pokemon, and what we're looking at here is its ability, Flower Shield. As long as this Pokemon is in play, each of your Pokemon with fairy energy attached to it can't be affected by special conditions, and remove all special conditions already on those Pokemon. And... For a fairy and a colorless, it has Sweet Kiss, which does 30 damage. And your Your opponent draws a card. Yeah, we want to skip
0: (laughs) over that one. (laughs) We're not doing that. Its weakness is metal, its resistance is darkness, and retreat is one. I believe the reason for Sweet Kiss is the fact that it since it's uh, is in Confei like, kind of like the uh, heartwarming Pokemon the the one the Pokemon that makes you, uh, it's supposed to make you feel good. They put the lay on you. On yeah, mind. so I think that's that's why uh, Gator. Uh, you start with this one.
2: This Pokemon sucks. <laughs> um, like it's just not good no um i like it though if you need to, like if you're that scared of not being getting any special conditions it used to be you would have to evolve all the way up to a slurpuff to not have any special conditions for your very attached pokemon now that they've done it with a basic that's that's appreciable slurpuff did see some play when um that set was legal so i give it a break there. But unless we start getting in a format where special energy or special conditions are a problem, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: yeah, I'm not, I'm not too concerned with it.
0: I mirror that. I'm not too concerned with it either. I know burn, uh, burn really did get a good, uh, buff, uh, on the last, uh, change of ruling, uh, making it now deal the damage before the flip of the coin. Um, so I believe burn will be a bigger thing nowadays still, um, you really want it for its ability, and its ability is very situational. I mean, most decks, most decks don't play sta- special status conditions; they just don't. Um, those, uh, and you, are you really going to space, uh, 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 take, you know, one or two spaces of your deck for a situational encounter? Maybe not. And that attack, I'm not going to make your oppo- the my opponent de- uh, draw one card for just thirty damage. Heck no! I'm never going to play that. So, uh, I'm sorry, Confe. Sigma, last word.
1: Um, if I ever see someone who wants to play a Toxapex GX deck, I'm definitely running foil in it.
0: <laughs> 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 that's what I have to say about this card. Basically. <laughs> so, Gator, what's your score? Uh, not very effective. Not very effective for me too, Sigma? Not very effective. I'm um, so sorry, Confei. Maybe next time you can come back. Now, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, we're already, I know it's been a long episode, guys. I really thank you for sticking around with us. We're taking our time because it's, it is this long because this set is this good. If it were Evolutions, if you remember back in the Evolutions, every yeah. every every set every card sucked, so it was a little bit faster. But each this set is so big and so good, it is worth taking our time to discuss the cards that we want to discuss. So thank you so much for sticking on with us. We'll be right back after our mess- these, these messages to continue on with Dragon, Colorless, and the Trainers. We'll be right back.
1: I'm 10 years old and I just got my first Pokemon. I'm ready to take on anything. Are you sure you won't need your name brand pincer pocket knife? Mom, do you think I'm still just a child? I have a Pokemon for my, of my own for Arceus' sake. I can take care of myself. Oh, my helix! It's a mangy tree monster! Ah!
2: The pincer pocket knife comes standard with a chainsaw and flamethrower. Because you never know what'll pinch you.
0: Welcome back, everybody, and we are in part three of our set review. We're going to finish up this review set in this segment where we're going to discuss our dragons, our coalesce, and our trainers. Let's go ahead and start this off with a dragon, and that dragon is Sligo. Gator, take it away.
2: Okay, so Sligo is here for because purely of something called potential. Now, what's that, Gator? What's potential? I'll tell you what potential is, Sligo being a 70 hit point dragon, stage one. First attack for a colorless division. Search your deck for up to two Sligoo and put them on your bench, then shuffle your deck. Um, It's got another attack you don't care about. It's weak to fairy, and its retreat is three. Now, the reason this is important is because of that first attack. Now, all of you know about Frogadier Mm -hmm. and being able to use water duplicates and pull out Frogadiers. This card is purely good for me because of being able to have something that sets up if we get a good gudra yeah. like that's pretty much the only thing about this card and i didn't mean to like talk out of turn but like that's literally it it's just no no it's...
0: you're completely right that's fine yeah because it's we're not even going to discuss gudra because Goodra sucks the gudra that comes yeah. into this set uh but if we have a gudra gx coming in the future this could be, that That could make it really, really interesting. So we're not going to rate it again. No, it's an incomplete. <laughs> it's an incomplete, but it it definitely has potential. And I'm glad that Gator brought it up. Now, moving on to the next one, we're going to go to a, a complete card. Whether it's a good card or not, I no, don't know. So let's go ahead and talk about Kamo'o GX. Now, let me start out that I have a slight obsession with Moana. Uh, Going on here. Uh, I've been listening to the soundtrack constantly, so I just love it Um, And this Pokemon reminds me of Moana because of it's a Pacific Island-ish Hawaiian nature Uh, but Let's see if it holds up to my expectations now this dragon Pokemon which means it's multicolored has an HP of 240 it's decent for a stage 2 GX card its first attack Adamantine Press it has. It does 30 damage during your opponent next turn. This Pokemon takes 30 less damage from attacks. And then after applying uh, Weakness and Resistance, it's second attack. For one Lightning, one Fire, and two Colorless, we have Shred, 130. This attack damage isn't affected by any effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. And then we have its ability, uh, I'm sorry, its uh, GX attack for the same amount of energies. Ultra Uppercut GX does 240 damage, and that's basically it. Its weakness is fairy, its retreat cost is two. Sigma, what do you think about this? It is a stage
1: two dragon Pokemon with a highly intensive attack, or highly energy intensive attacks. I don't like it. It's never going to be hitting for weakness. It's Mm -hmm. just not exciting. And even with double dragon energy.
0: Yeah, I agree. Gator.
2: This card's poo-poo. (laughs) like literally like this when i talked about wait there's a worse gx than metagross it's this one yeah oh like there there is nothing redeeming about this card i award it no points may god have mercy on its soul it is just literally that bad to me um why why would you do this pokemon and like the preceding evolutions don't do anything to help it either like if they did anything cool or like had some ability Right now, nothing is... (laughs) They took away dragon's ability to be weak to dragon and gave it to fairies. And now it's just kind of trash. It's hot garbage. Uh, Ooh, 240 damage. (laughs) Yeah, for a lightning, a fire, and two colorless, it's going to cost you four. No, this is garbage.
0: Yeah, It's always ironic to see how dragons, as powerful as they were in in the video game before fairy, they've just sucked in the TCG. Uh, why give it multiple um, energy requirements to do that? Yes, of course, double uh, double dragon energy could help with that, but why would you in this case? 130 is just not that much, uh, regardless of its ability, uh, of its effect of not being able to be stopped by anything. And then, yes, its GX attack, 240 damage, could potentially knock out anything in the game. But it's still too high. Then you have you're stuck just doing a hundred thirty in each turn, and we're not even gonna discuss this first attack, which sucks. It just doesn't do enough. <laughs> Sigma, what's your rating on this? Not uh, very effective. Gator,
2: not very effective.
0: Not very effective. I'm sorry, Komowa GX, you just plainly
2: suck. All right, wait, hold on, hold on. If mm-hmm. Tapu Lele gets like. The eight times effective against something, this is like eight times weak to something. It's <laughs> weak to being a card.
1: It's ice beaming a Volcano or something.
2: Horrible.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, so moving on from dragon, on to colorless. And we have two colors to discuss. First one is a very, very powerful dragon, actually. So coming off out of the bad come on. let's see if this can bring some light into Dragon and make it cool again, being colorless. Sigma, take it away.
1: Okay, so we have a Rayquaza here. It's colorless with 120 HP basic Pokémon. For a double colorless, it has Turbo Storm, which does 30 damage and attaches two basic energy cards from your discard pile to one of your benched Pokémon. And for three colorless energy, it has Dragon Claw that does 80 damage. Weakness Lightning, Resistance Fighting, Retreat one.
2: you start with this one. This is every deck's Baby Volcanion. Um, Baby Volcanion attaches two fire energy out of the discard. This attaches everything. Baby Volcanion does it for one fire. This does it for a DCE. The attack cost is not prohibitive. I can see this replacing something like a Baby Avetl, actually, in a lot of decks. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Baby Mm -hmm. Avetl, you don't really want to attach two energy to it um when you're playing in Darkrai, because you're not usually using that third attack which costs three but you also want a place to put your energy sometimes because you need to get energy on the board because of dark attacks. so you splash this in there you put in two energy on it which is fine because you're pulling two energy out of the discard so your ramp is so much higher with this rayquaza so i would not be surprised if baby of gets replaced with it because it's doing the same amount of damage and getting twice the energy
0: yeah, I have to agree with that Gator. Um it's just 30 damage and you get two energies. That's pretty good. And it, speak, and that's in standard speaking in in expanded. You have Battle Compressor which we will make sure that those energies are into the Sky for you to grab them. It has a lot of potential. The fact that um it only costs double call a one call color, double colorless is a huge deal. It is a very good card. Now it is weak to lightning which might be a problem, but every single colorless that is flying is weak to lightning. So whatever now what does surprise me it does have a retreat cost of one which for Riquasa that's surprising i believe because Riquasa has always been a heavy pokemon right i might be mistaken on this no
1: no you're correct
0: yeah so having one retreat cost is pretty surprising for uh for riquasa so it is really good sigma last word uh you guys pretty
1: much covered it it's gonna see some play i would hope I if definitely not, I would don't... so can we all agree
0: that this is a super effective pokemon
2: Super effective.
0: Super effective. Super effective indeed. Let's move on to another dragon. This dragon. I kind of like him. He's awesome. He's fun. He reminds me of my grandpa because he's Drampa. Take it away. <laughs> <baby>. <laughs>
2: I can't. He killed me. That's too freaking good. He <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of my grandpa. <laughs> <Drampa>. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Drampa. He's a, a colorless <laughs> Pokemon. He's 180 hit points he's a basic for one colorless righteous edge does 20 damage and you discard a special energy attached to your opponent's active Mm. second attack three colorless berserk 80 damage If your bench pokemon have any damage counters on them this attack does 70 more damage now for the people that can't do math anymore again 80 plus 70 is 150 and then for one colorless it's gx attack great revolution gx Shuffle your hand into your deck and draw 10 cards. Oh. You can't use more than one GX attack per game. Weakness to fighting. Retreat cost of 2. Sigma. You start.
1: I think I like this. <laughs> you think? <laughs> it, I mean, it's easily splashable in any deck. I'm not sure it's better than Doros, but it is. you can play it in anything. Discarding special energy is nice. Um... And doing, uh... 130? 150. No,
2: 150.
1: Seems like a nice place to be, and it doesn't seem like it should be too hard to get there. No. And, uh... Well, the GX attack turns on hollows if it doesn't get end away. Or if it does get end away.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I agree. Every single one of these attacks have a potential. Yes, it's GX attack. Like Metacross GX allows you to grab three uh, more cards... But like Gator mentioned when we were talking about GX, uh, Meta Press GX, is the fact that you're drawing a new brand new hand. 10 cards. If he can't end you, you still have 10 cards. That's a lot. So we shouldn't just brush it away. I mean, it's not ideal, but you shouldn't brush it away. It's, now, for one colorless, just one. You can discard special energies. And then for three, you can do up to 150 damage. It's really really good. It's weakness of fighting, which right now right we know that fighting isn't doing really well. And its for Cut of 2 is not that bad. And having 180 damage for basic, not bad at all either. I really like it. Gator, what's your last word?
2: So this card has seen some play in Japan and a decks. And you can see why, because it's super mm-hmm. splashable and it does not mind. Um The fact that a Vettel likes to switch places sometimes, so you'll have damaged ones on the bench, which makes its second attack that much stronger. Also, being able to discard a special energy cannot be discounted, um, especially in a game that runs DCEs, Double Dragons, uh, Rainbow Energy. It's super clutch to be able to shut down your opponent um, that are reliant on the special energies. Um, I I say I would say you pair this with Toros as opposed to do I play this or Toros, um, because this it, it's just it's splashable, it's colorless, it's great. Um, I really like Grandpa. I wish he was my Grandpa.
0: <laughs> Indeed. So we can all agree that this card is super effective. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Super effective for Grandpa. Grandpa, oh, you're so cute and adorable and old. It's like I just want to, you know, hug you. Like my grandpa would. Now, moving on from the Pokemon. We're done. We did it, guys. We finished Pokemons. Now we're going to move on to the trainers. And I have a suspect that it's going to be worse. But we're going to go ahead and cover these. And let's start with our first stadium. Ether Paradise Conversion Area. Now, we already discussed this uh, while we were talking about other cards. This is the stadium that basically basic grass and basic lightning Pokemon... Both yours and your opponent take thirty less damage from your opponent's attack. Now now that I read this again, I realize that it doesn't apply to Vokovit as we were uh uh as we were talking, because Vokovit is not a basic Pokemon. I forgot that little caveat from this card, but still a great card. Um let's start with Sigma, what do you think? Um Well, grass Pokemon are usually evolving
1: in this format. Yeah. <laughs> um so that's not doing too much for it. And Lightning Pokemon, I think I'd rather be having a uh, Rough Seas out. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm Gator. too on this
2: card. Yeah. Uh, rough Seas is on the block to rotate if uh, things yeah. go the way we think they are. So, I kind of like being able to have this for the electric resistance. And again, something like Tapu Coco, where you end up taking 30 less, that's the difference between being able to one-hit knockout and be able to hang on. And I also think the same thing for Raikou. And Raikou is going to love this uh, stadium, um, even more so than the Rough Seas. So I see potential with it. I'm not sure I'm sold completely that it's going to be the play. But again, I'd like to give this uh, caveat to all of our listeners. It does not hurt to have a play set of every trainer card if there is a stadium if there is any trainer card or special energy card do yourself a favor and just get a play set i don't care if they're good if they're bad unless they're professor birch's observations you should have a play set <laughs> of the trainer cards
0: agreed and uh, i am you basically you covered it it's good it it doesn't do much for grass but it does a lot for lightning it has some potential so i'm gonna go ahead and give it an effective sigma Effective. And get her? Effective. Effective it is for Author Paradise Conversion Area. Moving on to the next trainer, it's another stadium. And again, it has Moon spelled differently for whatever reason. Um, Go ahead and take it over, Sigma. Okay, we
1: have Ultra Moon. And what it does is it makes the retreat cost of each Pokemon that has any psychic or darkness energy attached to them too colorless less.
2: Gator Now I'd like to make note of the fact that it has It's based on the energy and not the Pokemon type yes. So if you're running a deck That is playing uh, something That's not of that type you And you're still running just that energy You're good to go and I think that's a really big distinction uh, Most things only Have a retreat cost of 2 to 1 um, Unless you're dealing with a really Heavy hitter So I think that this is essentially free retreat For anything with those attached um, except in some special cases. So I, think, doors, is... I
1: think... Yeah, I'm sure on that.
2: I know. Yeah.
1: But yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, same I think... thing. I mean, it has a lot of potential. We've seen cards like this before, like Mystery Energy, which allows you to... Uh, it blocks two energies from Psychic Pokemon Retreat costs, and it was very useful then. And it was special energy. This being a trainer could be as equally interesting. Um. I like it. I like it that if you play with soda work, that means that you can rush in your soda work and then retreat it. Without oh wow! I didn't use. even
2: think about that.
0: Yeah, you can't even. You don't even have to use a uh, floodstone on it. It can just pop that back with the stadium in play. So it really is a very great tech for dark and psychic energies. I like it a lot. What about you, Sigma? Last word. Um, I think most of the things in the Darkrai
1: Evolteal deck all have a. Uh... Double colorless retreat great cost, which is kind of nice for
0: that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yep. But yeah, I like it. I like it too. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a super effective gator.
2: Super effective.
0: And Sigma. Super effective. Super effective it is. Altar of the Moon with an E at the end, and I don't know why. Uh, welcome. And just to annoy me even more, we have Altar of the Sun with an E and an extra N. Why are you doing this to me? English <laughs> is hard enough as it is for me. But let's continue with it. Gator, take it
2: away. So, Altar of the Sunni
0: is a (laughs) trainer in
2: a stadium. Uh, Fire Pokemon and Metal Pokemon, both yours and your opponents, have no weakness. Interesting. Sigma,
0: you start with this one.
1: I mean, it's kind of awkward if you're a fire deck playing a metal deck and you're running this because you're (laughs) helping them. (laughs)
0: That's true.
1: Considering. All the help that Water's getting, this, this set you might need
0: this in your fire decks. <laughs> that is true. I mean, having no weakness has always been one thing that has been I feel a little bit overestimated. Like people, it looks good on paper. Actually, in action, it's not as good as it might seem. And I feel this with this. Like Weakness policy only saw real play with uh, primal ground on decks, where you wanted your ground on to be even more bulkier. But it really didn't see much play. Same thing with this. I just don't see how having no weakness for those two types right now might be that great where you want to play no other stadium but this. So I'm not sure on this one. Gator, last word.
2: Um... So the nice thing about stadiums is you're not obligated to play them. Um, so if you are in that situation where you're a metal uh, fire yeah. deck playing a metal deck, you're not obligated to put it down. So there is that saving grace to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a big fan of removing any weaknesses from metal right now because metal needs all the help it can get. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, the fact that it helps metal is pretty good um but otherwise i yeah i stadiums are too easy to remove and if i my plan is to knock you out it's a minor inconvenience to have to remove that for the weakness yeah
1: definitely so sigma what do you give this card i think i'm on a just effective for
0: it i'm re- gator did convince me a little bit there because metal does need to help and that's a good that's a good point so i'm gonna go with effective as well
2: yeah effective
0: effective it is for altar of the sunny I don't know why you guys did that, but moving on to a very good trainer card, and that is none other than Aqua Patch. Now you've heard us talk about Aqua Patch already a lot on this show because it's just that uh, good. We all remember Dark Patch back in the day, and this is that, but for water. Attach a basic water energy from your discard pile onto one of your bench Pokemon. Energy Acceleration. I dropped the mic. There's nothing else to say. Anything that allows you to accelerate energy, it is good. It is so good. And water needs that because we know that water depends on high energy costs to be able to do anything. And this allows them to speed that process off. Combined with the fact that we still have uh, Archie's Ace in a Hole, which allows you stage 2s to be played as basics, increases that speed that water Pokemon could reach It is a welcome addition to water. Uh, Gator, what's your word?
2: I'd like to caution anybody from, like, uh, automatically comparing it to how Dark Patch works. Because Dark Patch is also with Dark Pokemon that are historically strong. Mm -hmm. Um, Your Dark Rise, your Vettles, and things like this. So we're also in a format that does not have Battle Compressor that makes it harder to get the energy in the discard. Mm, So I would caution anyone from being like, this is the next big thing, This is going to break the format. Um, I'd give it a little time to settle first because there's no real water deck out there right now that I think auto wins with this. So we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to take the wait and see approach with it. Obviously, get a play set because they're going to get expensive if it does go bonkers. Um, I think my dark patches for expanded were still like six bucks a piece. Um, And that's an expanded where you don't see a lot of play traditionally. So, yeah, definitely get your play sets, but I would not jump on the, the bandwagon too, too soon. Sigma. I
1: like what it's trying to do. Uh, shouldn't be too hard to get some water energies in there with sycamores and ultra balls. but I, That would mean you're playing ultra balls instead of dive balls. That's a little awkward. So <laughs> <laughs> It is. Not unheard of, but awkward, dude. Egality's hmm. sake. But I think it's still a strong card.
0: It is. It is. And, and and both Gator and Usigma have great points. I just... And Gator is 100% right. Like, Dark Patch... What made Dark Patch that powerful is because Ivelta existed. Ivelta, yes. Now... Again, it's water, it's uh, energy acceleration, which is something that is always amazing to have, such as turbo, uh, charge, was it? Uh, uh, mega turbo. Special charge, mega turbo. Yep. All these cars allow you to be able to play things faster, which makes water a lot more playable in general. Even though you might not have that one Evelta EX equivalent in water right now that can, you know, kill it, you're still making the whole type in general be that much more effective so i really like it i'm gonna get a bit of super effective guys super effective
2: uh super effective
0: awesome let's move on to the next one and that is huh, brooklet hill sigma take it away so we have
1: brooklet here brooklet hill here for us it's a stadium and it says, once during each player's turn, that player may search their deck for a basic water or fighting Pokemon and put it onto their bench and shuffle their deck.
0: That is very interesting. Now, you can search for basic water and fighting and put you it on your surf- deck. Oh, that is a very good card. I like that a lot. Um, there's a lot of water, and, uh, water Pokemon that could definitely use this. Fighting, though, how many basic fighting pokemon do we have that are good right now i don't think there's many
2: zygarde regerock mm, yeah,
0: uh, that is true we do have a few so it does really help um i like awesome. that it's effective since it's a stadium you can play it and use it on your turn so even if your opponent took it out on his next turn you already did what you needed to do so i really like it a lot gator
2: um, I'd say it's splashable, depending. Like, I'm running Quad Lapras, and I run two Nest Balls. I might run this just to get rid of one of the Nest Balls, because I think I could probably get away with it for a turn mm-hmm. or two. Um, so I think it's pretty, fairly situational on your decks. I'm not, like, super impressed with it, but I've also, you know... it let's see what it does stadiums are tricky because some stadiums they look good in theory and then they just never see any play that is true and sigma
1: i mean i'm pretty sure you're fairly happy if you get one activation of this off and if you get a second one then you're just enjoying life you
0: know? <laughs> that is true
1: <laughs> i mean there should be something you can go look for so. yep
0: so let's go ahead and uh, i'd say super effective
1: super effective. Gator? Um, not very effective.
0: Oh, okay. So we have two super effective and one not very effective for uh Brooklyn Hills. Going to move on quickly because we're taking a long time. Choice ban by Gator, go ahead.
2: Oh boy. <laughs> all right, so it seems like I'm getting all like the amazing cards right here. Okay, Choice ban, the card you have all been waiting for that's not called Tapu Lele or Aqua Patch. So, Choice ban it's a pokemon tool the attacks of the pokemon this card is attached to do 30 more damage to your opponent's active pokemon gx or active pokemon ex Yeah. after or before applying weakness and resistance mm-hmm. so wow <laughs> yeah sigma well
1: now that we're moving towards a gx meta where your evolutions can't really use fighting fury belt we'd kind of wanted an item that's not floating around. Yeah. And I think this is that.
0: Yeah, Basically, it's muscle ban on steroids. And it's even... Um, I forgot the one that non-EX Pokemon could use to deal more damage on EX Pokemon. What's the name for that one? Silver so this, Bangle? Silver Bangle. This is Silver Bangle that anyone can use. And it's good. It's just hard to say anything around. I mean, it's not that hard to understand. 30 more damage on EX and GX Pokemon. Really good. Get her.
2: Um, yeah, this is great. I'm glad they printed it just in time for the set with tool removal. Um, yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, but that's good. It'll help trim the hyper offensiveness. Um, so people are going to have to get back to use to uh, not just wantonly deploying their Pokemon tools. Uh, with Field Blower uh, that we're about to talk about coming up, um, it's going to be a lot trickier than it looks. But Choice Band, do not let me dissuade you from it. It is an excellent item. If Fighting Fury Belt's any indication, it's is going to be a 4 or $5 card. Um, this It's great. It's wonderful. I love Choice Band. Embrace the Choice Band. Yay.
0: Yep. So we're going to go ahead and agree that this is a super effective. Yep. Moving, moving yep. on to Energy Lotto. Let's go ahead and take it away. Me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Energy train a card, and look at the top seven cards of your deck. You may reveal an Energy card you find there and put it into your hand. Shuffle your other cards into this deck. Uh, Gator, you start with this one.
2: Okay, so basically, if you were playing any of the special energy heavy decks, you would try to run a Misty's Determination to be able to dig for a special energy because that's really hard to do. Um, not anymore. Now you can, uh, you'll notice it says you can reveal an energy card, so that can be special or basic. Um, I like this for decks that are really reliant on pulling out special energies, whether it be any of the dragons' decks, where they're reliant on DCEs and double dragons, or anything that's running DCEs and, uh, rainbow energies. Um, this could be a lot more useful than you think. Yep. Sigma.
1: Yeah, I wasn't too high on it until I realized it was... And energy, and now it's a lot better in my opinion. It's not something for every deck, but it's something that will see use.
0: Yep, I like it because you also, you—it's an item card, so you use it and you sh- you grab the energy, and then you shuffle your deck, and then if you have another one, you can use it again and grab another special energy. Now you can't hmm. use the same energy on the uh, same turn because it doesn't put it directly on your Pokemon, but you still are grabbing more energy, so it's it's pretty nice. I like it. Um, I can definitely see this playing uh, on special energy decks being heavily played. So we can all agree this is, uh, I don't know, Sigma, what is this? I think it's effective.
2: Gator? Effective, and I'd like to give it the thing that it's a consistency card. It just really delivers on consistency.
0: Yep, I have same thing here. Effective for me. It's a great card. So moving on, let's go ahead and go to Field Blower. Sigma, take it away.
1: Okay, Field Blower is the trainer card, and you get to—it's an item. You choose up to two in any combination of Pokemon Tool cards or Stadium cards in play, and you discard them.
0: Hallelujah! Is what we have to say about this, skater
2: Yeah, Hallelujah indeed. Field Blower is here. Tool removal is here. Death to the Garbodor. Death to the Garbodor. Um, <laughs> I really like that it also included the getting rid of the Stadium as well. Um, not every deck wants to run Delinquent and use that as their supporter, but they still want to be able to disrupt um, things like Skyfield or Parallel City. So I think that getting Field Blower in that does that is often overlooked, but the tool removal is just... We're just so grateful for tool removal that we missed that key feature of it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a great card. Let's go ahead and just say it's super effective. We need it. Um, yes. And for the sake of time, let's just move on to the next one. Um. Hala is our next one. Gator, take it away.
2: Okay, so Hala is pretty cool. You shuffle your hand into your deck. If you've if you've used your GX attack, draw seven cards. If not, draw four cards.
0: Yeah. Pretty awesome. I, I, when I saw this card for the first time, I really liked it. Drawing, I mean, you, your only requirement is using a GX attack. So you have a deck that you know that you're going to be using a GX attack early on in the game. You're going to be drawing seven cards. Now... This is great. This is and basically is Professor Sycamore without having to discard your hand. I like it a lot, Sigma. Ah,
1: uh, yeah. If you're in an early GX attack deck, it's really good. If you're in a mid-game GX
2: attack, maybe you run a one up. But yeah, and Gator. About- if you love your grandpa, you can have <laughs> some holla. <laughs> holla at your grandpa. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Also, Sol Galeo GX as well. Yeah, I was cool. thinking Soul Galeo.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it super effective. Yep. Yep. Earth, awesome. So, moving on to Malo. Malo, It says, border. Search your deck for two cards, shuffle your uh, uh surf, shuffle your deck, then put those cards on top of any order. Interesting. Uh, Sigma. Uh, it's okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's ways to manipulate the top of your deck afterwards to get those two cards into your hand, like say uh, Agrobike Bike or something. Maybe you put something you want in the discard pile. Or maybe you set it up for something like a Typhlosion. So it's it's got uses.
2: Yep, Gator? This is a clutch oranguru play right here. Oh, um, that's right. <laughs> so I think that's a possibility with it. Um, I don't think it's as strong as it could be because of N in the format. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's as bad as people are calling it either. So, huh.
0: Yeah, I mean, my my problem with it is that it's a supporter. And if I'm playing my only supporter to turn, I expect to have those cards on my hand. Having to depend on other Pokemon or trainer cards to be able to get those cards into my hand, I'm not a fan of that. If I'm playing a supporter, I want the job to be finished 100%, not to have it 50% and then depend on other cards to do it for me. I want my cards ready. So, uh, per- me particularly, I'm not a fan of this one. So, Sigma, what do you give this card? Uh just an effective. Seems okay.
2: Gator? Um, that's a tough one. I th- I'm gonna go with effective, leaning super effective.
0: Well, I'm gonna go with not very effective, from my point of view. Uh, at the very least, as a standalone card. It just, it doesn't do enough for me. Now, moving on to multi-switch. Take it away. Sigma?
1: Okay, multi-switch is an item card, and you can move an energy from one of your benched Pokemon to your active Pokemon.
0: Basically, we've had this before. Uh, Basically, energy switch. Except
1: special energy.
0: Except it works for special energy as well, because it's just energy and not
2: just basic energies. Uh, Gitter. Um, I like it. I don't think it's very great, though. There's not a lot of situations where I want to move energy from the bench to the active, especially for the cost of an item card. Um, It's just, you need more than one in your deck. It's a four of. It's just not as sexy to me as it could be.
0: I agree. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a not very effective.
2: Not very effective. Not very effective.
0: Yep. Moving on to the next one, we have Rescue Stretcher. Gator, take it away.
2: All right, Rescue Stretcher. you get to choose one. You can either put a Pokemon from your discard pile into your hand or shuffle three Pokemon from your discard pile into your deck. This is just a regular item.
0: Yep. Now, Sigma, what do you think about this one?
2: Um, I like the versatility of it.
1: That's pretty cool. Um, I don't think it'll be replacing my Super Rods anytime soon because the energy is also usually important. Yes. But I'm sure I could find a place for this in some decks.
0: Totally mirror what you just said. Um, it doesn't replace uh, super rod, but it is interesting. Now, we that's this is why we carry four of or three of, of each Pokemon. If one gets killed, then we, can, we have another one, right? Bringing Pokemon back from the dead, although some <laughs> decks is useful, not every deck needs it because. By that time you don't really need to bring anything back because you have more resources to dive into, so it's very situational. Some decks might actually do something with this. I just don't see it. Gator.
2: Uh poor buddy buddy rescue. Um
1: they
2: just <laughs> shat all over that card. Yeah. <laughs> like they really it's like like, hey guys, how about this cool card? You know, your opponent gets something, you get something. Now it's like, no, your opponent doesn't get anything. Also, you could just throw three of these Pokemon back into the, the, the deck if you want to. Yeah. Like, that's terrible. So, just for that, like, sure cheek. That was just mean. Um, also, the thing about this card, too, is I like the conditionality of it because there are certain decks. Where you just need that whole evolutionary line to come back in, or you need something like your Shaman's back. Um, And sometimes you want just to be able to pull a Shaman out just for that last, like, gasp of draw support. Um, So I really like this card as a one-of. It's better than Super Rod to me in those situations where you just need to get that Pokemon out. Yeah. So...
0: Okay, so okay. let's go ahead and rate it. I will give it a not-very-effective on my end. Sigma? I'm thinking effective. And Gator?
2: Um, super effective.
0: There we go. That's a very defensive card uh, with great points on each way. Now, we finish with the trainers, finally. And we're on to super fast just going over a few of the unknown quantity cards that we already know. We just wanted to discuss them a little bit in terms of their... Uh, who they are. And now, we're talking about, obviously, the Cgyegx yeah, in Incineroar GX, and the Primarina GX. Um, they're coming as Secret Rares in this set. We've talked numerous times for these cards, so we don't have to go over them, what they do. Uh, we do have mixed feelings on each one, at least me and Gator do. Um, we've already known that the Cgy is a great card being played right now, thanks to Gi- for, uh, Forest of Giant Plants. Um, and I, we all know that my stance on Primarina is that it is a great card, it just doesn't have enough support to make it as good as this uh, Decidueye. So uh, all three cards look amazing. Uh, for Decidueye, let's go ahead and rate them real quick. Sigma. Uh
1: Decidueye is super effective. In general, effective. Primarina, not very effective.
0: There we go. Uh, so, uh, Gator.
2: Decidueye is super effective, Primarina, not very effective. Incineroar, not very effective.
0: And I will go with uh, Decidueye, super effective. Uh, Incineroar, not very effective. And Primarina, super effective. Because I will
2: hold on to my hope. Now, I'd like to note, too, for the collectors, that if you want the both regular art, full art, and secret rare of the starters, you are going to get the regular art of the starter GX Pokemon from Sun and Moon, the secret uh, uh, rainbow rare art from guardians rising and the full arts from collectors boxes. Um, so they're going to make you go all over the place. If you want the different artworks for these Pokemon. Um, That's why I thought it was important to bring up as well. Just like for the collectors out there. Cause I know some of you guys are super casual and they just enjoy the cards cause they're good artwork and how cool they look. And well, there you go. You've got Incineroar, yep. Primarina and Decidueye in this set.
0: And to finish off, we have a few energies coming in and uh, secret rares and they're just beautiful. We have uh, grass energy, lightning energy, fighting energy, and double colors energies. We're not going to rate them. They're just energies, but we just want to make note that they are super pretty energies. And if you do get one, uh, it's just going to pretty up your deck a lot because they're great and they're beautiful. Look them up. They're so great. And that finishes our review of Sun and Moon. The only thing left is to review Guardians Rising as a whole. So let's go ahead and do that. Sigma, tell me your full review. What do you think of Guardians Guardians Rising? I think this is a pretty
1: powerful set. I'm going to give it a super effective.
0: Gator.
2: I'd say visit Alola for Pokemon Front, from the beaches to the mountain peaks, and discover new traditions and new challenges. Meet the Island Guardians, Tapu Koko GX and (laughs) and Tapu Lele GX, and sharpen your skills with Kahuna Hala and Captain Malo. Be amazed by the secret powers of Kamo'o GX, Lycanroc GX, Metagross GX, Sylveon GX, Takabex GX, VikaVolt GX, and many more. Come to the islands and seize the power of the Pokemon TCG Sun and Moon Guardians Rising expansion. It is super effective. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and Gator just said it all with the description, the official description of the set, and everything. It is definitely super effective from me as well. This is a great set. This is such a refreshing set to have after Evolutions. Um, it's good to have a set where most cards are just so good. Uh, and it really does hype and pump the the overall meta and game. Uh, to just so much better degrees. So. Now, I know I promised you guys that we're going to read emails and play Pokemon 20 questions, but we've already been rambling enough. So let's go ahead and leave that for next episode. So the emails that I didn't read, don't get the, this uh, the solution. Uh, the emails that we didn't read on this episode, we'll read for sure on next episode. So stay tuned for that. And I will challenge Sigma. I will bring Sigma back to another episode so he can play 20 questions for sure. Um. So don't get uh, sad about that, Sigma. Now, okay. uh, to do the final touches, of course, you can follow us on on Facebook, um, at Puckle Podcast. But we we'll, you can also follow us on the Facebook group that is Puckle TCG uh great community great people there you can also go to our discord which you will find the link on the description here we have chat our tcg uh, chat there as well you can join in and talk all things tcg it is handled by gator both the community and the chats are handled by gator and he does an ex- excellent job on it thank you so much gator for that
2: yeah uh, follow us... i love you guys
0: yeah i fo- follow us on twitter at Puckle Podcast as well. Uh, follow us on Tumblr at, uh, I can't remember what's the Tumblr sign in.
2: PucklePodcast.tumblr.com.
0: There we go. Follow us on um, Reddit. We have our own subreddit, of course. Uh, that's where our basic uh, uh, quotes forum is at rpodca- r/podcast. Art slash podcast, Puckle Podcast as well. Now, if you have the money, if you can, please donate to our Patreon um every single cent that you guys donate goes directly to the community that's where we go to buy the prices plan for poco and do all the things that are completely directly headed to you and by doing so you get extra things like a special live episodes which thatch recently had changed the format and now is having our patreon guys come in and participate on our live episode and it's awesome amazing uh and last but not least, don't forget about our other shows. We have of course the main flagship show, Puckle Podcast, with Thatch, our the fearless leader, but we also have Game Corner with Professor Snag, and he is amazing. His show is really good and really fun. And remember, guys, he's always looking for contestants. So if you're interested in participating in Game Corner, please email us at PucklePodcast at gmail.com where you he can select you, if you're a lucky winner, uh, to participate in and show one of his episodes and again super fun our other shows is the movie cast which is in hiatus for right now because our dear lead uh ethan <laughs> is going through finals and we understand that thank you for listening guys i hope you enjoyed the show we discussed the whole set of guiding horizons and i hope you like that uh sigma thank you so much for taking your time on the sunday to record this i appreciate it and i enjoy you a lot thank you so much sigma yep no problem and Gator, as always, your knowledge, your experience, everything, awesome. You're super good. Thank you so much for setting up this as well. And uh, I hope to have you soon again on an episode.
2: Oh, yeah, no problem, guys. And hey, when you guys are hearing this, tomorrow you are going to get the set drop for Guardians Rising. But if you can't wait until tomorrow, your local game store that had a pre-release, you should be able to pick up the packs today, Thursday. So that you have no excuse to not get these cards in your hands. And for please, please, please do not go buying cards immediately. Give it a month, give it three weeks at least to settle on the prices before you lose your money trying to chase the big prices. Just relax, guys.
0: <laughs> that is very true. One last reminder, guys. Uh, Thatch is on vacation this week. Uh, So that means that I'll be doing some streaming online on our Twitch channel at Paco Podcast. Now I will be streaming Monday, of course this goes live on Thursday, so it's too late. But I am going to be live once again tonight... Thursday. Now what we're going to do, me and Thatch usually I take Mondays. I will be taking Mondays and Thatch will be taking th- Thursdays. But since Thatch is on vacation, I'll be taking over on Thursday this week. So we have that. Um, please understand, It's uh, a even though I've kept up with Pokemon, I said this on the main show as well, even though I've kept up with TCG and Gator Nose and Sigma Nose, I've kept up with in the news. I haven't played in a while This life has been hectic and busy. So I'm going to be restarting playing once again with you guys live on Twitch so you can see me how much I'm going to suck in the meantime um but it's going to be a lot of fun guys we're gonna i'm gonna be relearning the active play of pokemon with you guys on twitch so don't miss that uh, uh it's gonna be month every monday from now on but uh as you're hearing this today tonight i'll be joining you guys for another session of game thank you so much everybody thank you uh thank you for listening thank you for hosting guys and as always you know what time it is it is